You're listening to the 6mm Podcast with Peter Frost and Jared Hereford. Peter Frost is a six-year airsofter with two years of experience working for evic.com and in his spare time enjoys live streaming on Twitch, hanging out with his friends, and his enjoyment of guns. Jared Hereford has been an airsofter for 16 years as well as having experience working in the airsoft industry for three years at evic.com. In his spare time, he enjoys making holsters for Blue Bonnet Outfitters, his love of biking, and his metalworking business on the side. Together, they run the 6mm Podcast. Yeah. So it's like I've sort of progressed along with them, and it's like companies come and go in the PTW game. Like you had FCC for a while. They were the top you know, top brand to go with. And then I don't know something. I don't know if it was COVID. I think it kind of happened before, but people stopped buying their stuff for a while, dude. And yeah. they were like, just didn't make any sense. So now they do custom coatings and stuff. Well, but. it was a big craze whenever, uh, what they went on with PTS, right? Yeah. Or, uh, PTS and Z shot yeah. whenever they went on big with them, because it was that whole like advertising video of them, like chucking it off, like a third, like, three-story building on the rocks that was it wasn't that uh at the ao sauce gazette i think uh, i think it was wasn't i think it? it was from the top deck of uh Battle oh my Springs. god I, I just remembered that yeah i think that's yeah what it was, wasn't yeah it? everybody yeah, remembers that, that video you yeah, never think yeah. about it till somebody talks about yeah, it and you're it? like it was like they threw it off like a four-story yeah. cinder block yeah yeah, yeah. straight on a like flat gravel yeah i think that was at bsr because i mean I watched that and I was like, "Oh, this is great!" You know, it's just finally gonna, I'm finally gonna have a chance to get a PGW. Yeah. And then it, they released a price tag, and I was like, "Never mind." <laughs> you know, like it just it was insane. But I mean, it's hard to justify the price tag still even to this day until you actually play airsoft a lot and you actually start to get into yeah performance stuff. That's when it starts like, all right, you know, like yeah, I have to spend yeah a little bit more because no matter where you you know you cut the pie, dude. Like if you get a MCX piece, you know, you get a F2, you get a Polestar engine in there, you get, it's going to be twelve, thirteen hundred dollars $1,300. Yeah. And yeah. now, granted, it's not going to break. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Polestar is hardly going to break. It's going to last for, I beg to differ. But see, then you have to get special batteries. Yeah. MCU batteries. Then, more than likely, you're pushing, your air volume is higher. So, you got to get better quality BBs. Yep. And if you play outdoor, guess what? You got to get heavier weights. Yep. Three, six, three, so, eight. So, I mean, yeah. it adds up and... Ultimately, you know, the cost, it, it kind of negates itself. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you can still flex and say you have a PTW. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, like, it's like all the crack guys. Yes. Yeah. Like, and worst comes to worst, you could sell it for like 1200 bucks. Exactly. The resale yeah. on them is stupid. Um, they hold their value. It's like yeah. a Toyota. Well, and like, <laughs> so maintenance on them. I mean, the gearbox is, on an M4 at least, is pretty open i mean it's it's small but in terms of regreasing the gears there's ways you can do it without really taking apart the whole gearbox you got to be careful though um because you don't want to over grease it but like the cylinder you could take apart in 30 seconds yeah mm-hmm. take it apart clean it lube it put it back together five ten minutes and then you're good like you know if i were to play at tanks or somewhere outdoor it gets dirty it gets grimy yeah. but you know you clean it you'll re-lube it put it back together and you're golden you know what i'm saying you're golden so yeah yeah I don't know. It's easier to take apart than I think most AEGs are. It's less maintenance, believe it or not, than I think probably some engines are, but not all of them. I can't say all of them. Yeah. Because um, mm-hmm. a lot of them are closed off, like a fusion engine, for example. Yeah. Like, okay. I mean, unless yeah, ninety-five percent of that is all like locked in. You yeah. have to take apart the whole thing. Yeah. But I do mm-hmm. like the fact that 
the OG way of like modding a fusion was that you used to just take an iHeart boobies band and jam it right behind the trigger so that way you could like have zero pull. <laughs> Like I, I like I like on the fusion that like there's certain sections that you can work on and that's why I was like super excited for the Waylax gearboxes because I was like yo finally I can work on compression without having to take off the gears. Yeah. No, you have to take off the gear plate to get to the compression plate, and it's 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 a terrible design. It was good in planning, but yeah. the way they executed it, terrible because the plates they lock in underneath each other, so oh. they do this. So to get the compression one off, you have to take the gear one off so you can slide out that one and put it back down. Okay. It negates the the idea of it. Dang. Because so, I remember yeah. my first introduction to Polar Star was, was the PR-15. So the very first electro-pneumatic yeah. PR-15, it had the Polar Star logo on the magwell and everything. And I think OEM was VFC on that. Because it was right when Elite Force was coming out too, I think. Yeah, that's, that was before my time. I want to say yeah. it was like right. It was a VFC make, and they were using VFC bodies for the PR15. I think yes. that's what it was. Yeah. And then Late Force kind of just came out, and they came out with the the four CRS, the M4 with like the folding front front sight with the rail on it. I think. Mm. I think because that yeah. would end up being the Polar Star like railed version. Ooh, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, it was yeah. Yeah, I've seen I've seen photos of it because uh, I'm in I was in some Facebook group. And some dude just started dumping photos of old Polar, like back when Polar Star used to just make regular shit. Yeah. Because they were like a parts company before they were a air yeah. company. Mm-hmm. And so like you've got like the OG like Polar Star spring guides and uh, springs yeah. for AGs. And I was Come like, yo, if, that, yeah, if honestly, you know, like, fuck. I remember... Uh, so my very first HPA gun was a, um, and to this day, man, I wish I still had it because it'd be worth some money because it was in a GMP tan Magpul Viltor upper and tan body where it's like, it's got like the like slanted front Magwell with like, in, like, like heavily engraved Magpul logo on the yeah. back. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, it was, dude, somebody had yanked the engine out of a PR-15, put it in that body with the um, PWS handguard, like the four-piece weird. Yeah, like the handguard. fucking... Yeah, like, I can't remember ugly what, ass one. Diablo, the front end. Yeah, it's Diablo. it's like the it's like, oh, fuck, I can't remember because like I individual rails. Like yeah, it's really weird. It's, it's the most gnarly rail system out there. I was like, <laughs> why do I have to do extra work <laughs> for this? Wobbled like crazy. I mean, it's not as bad as the Armalite. Yeah. The Armalite one's bad. That was on my first ever like true rifle. Because my buddy came over, he's like, "Hey, I know you've been getting in there, so I'll just take this shit and do something with it." And I was like, "Okay," and it was a old JG Armalite. Uh, M4 and it had like that fat grip on the front end and like you had to unscrew mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. unlock the rail to get to the battery compartment I was like this is Man. garbage so I threw a fucking Wolverine in it I was like you know what let's try HPA so I bought a uh, Spartan Edition Wolverine I was like yo this thing fucks yeah. and then I went swimming with it <laughs> and uh, <laughs> That's right, yeah. Yeah, I went swimming with it at Southern Front 1 because it rained and uh, we were walking uh, on at D14 along like where the water is. Well, the water was up, and I was like, oh, I'll just cross through the river because I'm already dead, and I want to get back to FOB. I'm mm-hmm. wet and annoyed. So I, I go, and I, like, step into the water. I'm like, oh, that's solid footing right down into the drink. And, like, the last thing I did was, like, threw my rifle, like, up above my head so that way it didn't go in, and I fell straight forward and dunked it. And I was like, <laughs> man... It still worked after that, though. Really? Yeah, it. Uh, I put it on a shelf for 
think a year and a half and I picked it back up, put it in a body and it still ran. And then nice. after reindeer games was when it died out. Nice. Cause I came back, ran a game at high ground after getting back from reindeer games. And then yeah. it died out the next like week. I was like, so fuck. That's actually an interesting point too. Cause a lot of people are like, Oh, well, PGWs don't last very long. Well, it's relative. Yeah. You know, like what, what to you and everyone has their own definition of like how long an airsoft gun is supposed to last. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like to me, I mean, it's an airsoft gun. You know, I use it every yeah. weekend or whatever, you know, like it, it lasts three months before it breaks. Okay. Well, it lasted three months to me. And I think that's, I have that open mindedness. So PTWs really aren't like that big, that scary to me. Cause like a lot yeah. of people are like, oh, I can't invest $1,500 on a gun and have it break three months later. Well, it's also like, when it does break, what breaks on it and right. how much work is it to fix and how, yeah. what cost is it to fix? Very true. And PHWs, of course, are notoriously expensive. But yeah. again, I mean, uh, NGRS. So yeah. I have one of those. Oh, yeah. Gas blowbacks, you know. And NGRSs are a pain oh, to work dude, on. It's, yeah, they're hard. Uh, Oranges has been in here so <laughs> goddamn <laughs> long, I refuse dude. to touch that gun anymore. Dude, I, it's, I'm telling you. It's a problem child now. Man, yeah. it was such a great performer, and then for some reason that BTC Spectre just pooped itself. Yep. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, I really don't want to open it, but I was like, I've got to. One hundred eighty dollars for the gate? Is that that's, yeah? That's right. Yeah, it's like one seventy, one eighty. Yeah, because it's a bit more expensive than the regular one. So mm-hmm. put the gate in there. It worked, and I was like, man, because at the time I was still in college and i was working but i wasn't working like what i am now yeah so i was like dang dude, that's 200 dollars i gotta put into this gun i was like no nah. i'll just put it to the side i won't really use it so then you know life changes graduation starting my for my career moved down to houston and then that's when obviously i learned more about airsoft i was like all right i'm gonna get back into it but i was like man i really don't want this gun anymore it's a great gun but i mean i just i don't want to foot the cost anymore yeah sold it yeah you originally tried selling it to me because he, he came in that was your first mistake well i can't remember like he came in and i was like oh sick what's up and then we started vibing and he's like hey you want to buy a tokyo marui i was like how much for you 800 i was like no <laughs> i was like no, no i can't and he was like, I'm actually selling it for 12 And I was like, fuck. So that's when I messaged Orrin. I, I was like, hey, I know you've been wanting a uh, NGRS, so message him. Yeah. And got it, like, sold next day. I've had four. Four? NGRSs, yeah, four. I've had four. I've had a SOP mod. It's $2,800, Hug. <laughs> I've had a SOP mod. <laughs> I've had a SOCOM. I've had a 416. And then I had that uh, Mark 18, which I believe was an actual Mark 18. Like it was, yeah. it was, it was like the actual TM in GRS Mark 18. Yeah. And yeah. then it had a KOA. Like the dude, I bought off a hop up for 12 and um, it came with all the mags and all the stuff on it. And then the guy sent me the receipt, the invoice for Kingdom of Airsoft uh, with all the build list. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is dope. Yeah. This is the greatest gun I ever had. And it, it was, dude, it beams. 
At least, yeah. you know, I don't know if it's still it. I, I right now it's sitting in I a mean, bag. When it, when, it, when it decides to actually, it's sitting circle. in its probably its fucking coffin now. Is oh, what it's no. doing. The receiver cracked on it. Oh yeah, See, Austin blew out the receiver. Well, I sold him mine. I had a spare one. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. We got one? the new one on. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Good. I was like, fuck, dude. Like he's managed to do that with just about every gun he's owned. Southern Front Three. Just before I bought the four sixteen, he breaks the fucking uh, stock off. He he tripped, fell on the rifle, and you, I just hear a snap, and I was like, <sighs> "There it is, there it is." I look back, and the fucking I, stocks just dangling. He actually blew out the screw. Oh, Thank, yeah, yeah oh, I, it, it looked like it, he blew out the stock. From my perspective, I was like, "They're notorious, fuck, that. dude." The fucking yeah. screw just snapped right out of there. You'll see, you'll mm. see a lot of used ones with um, uh, stripped buffer tube threads yep. and, and or and or like receiver threads because yeah. mm-hmm. between a recoil weight and um you know just the sheer like you know people falling on it or whatever you know and taking on and off of course like token rue is great man but i'm telling you yeah they're like the last brand i'd want to put recoil in you know what i'm saying <laughs> nah like, nah the last brand i'd yeah. want is fucking uh what is it fucking uh the shitty uh, bolt bolt oh you want to talk about a gun that shakes yeah. itself to death that one. Well, those would those guns would be like super solid if they didn't have the recoil system. I mean, yeah. I've never even shot one. I, so did yeah, did you see what it did to Jet's fucking ACOG? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it shook out his uh, rear diopter. <laughs> yeah, the rear lens. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. yeah, it Dang. was. It was. Fuck. He comes up and I. Was, he was like, I lost my uh, rear diopter, and I was like, Did you, did you try to find it? He goes, Nah. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> like, dude, that that thing was cool though. The bolts are cool. That's the cell factor. They're, factor they're of cool them, because they are the heaviest recoil. Yeah, yeah. I but, mean, it's like yeah. a hmm. step up, in my opinion, versus the uh, gas blowback systems. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. It's, however, it's the the one that's gonna definitely put them out of business is GBLS. I was gonna say that's honestly. I'm trying to keep it still. <laughs> honestly. Stop touching it. <laughs> Jesus. My knee's on it. Well, yeah. We're good. No, just take your knee off it. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm trying to be comfortable. This, should bring a lawn chair. <laughs> oh, I should bring my big comfy lawn chair. Yeah, zero gravity. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got I got my hands on the GBOS uh, for the first time because of David. Oh, right on. And I was like, so I knew about it. I was like, this gun's fucking expensive yeah. and kind of stupid. And then I shot it, and I was like, okay, maybe I'm stupid. And then I shot it again, and I realized what the hop-up was doing. So with those, it's similar to um, Sistema, where you have to Loctite the fucking hop-up. Because it would go out straight, and it would look like it would do a curly cue backwards. Mm. And then like continue on its flight trajectory like it did like a loop and then went straight back out i don't know it's like it it like went out caught like the meanest backspin looped around and then went forward (laughs) but it was just like it was actually going out flipping and then zipping down like left i was like oh Oh, this is bad yeah yeah Yeah, it was tumbling as it like got out there and i was like okay this is like twelve hundred dollars why is this good again 
And then uh, more than that, they're like eighteen, aren't they? Yeah, I think the one that David heads is eighteen, yeah. and they already did the one year review on it. I mean, well, I I personally enjoy watching one year reviews because I mean I've I've got guns that lasted like three years. Yeah. So I was like, how good is this gun after a year? I mean, well, I mean, I know it's like out of the box, but like, yeah. wh- how's it, how's it in the long run? Like, is there maintenance things I have to worry about? Yeah. Like, yeah, I was I was just talking about this with someone yesterday because we had a lancer come into the shop and i was like he's like why does anyone buy lancers and i'm like well they're pretty they're pretty good out of the box and they're cheap for the performance you get and you go on youtube and there's so many reviews like great reviews of and even just like actual like user reviews are really great on the lancers because they write the reviews in the first like three months yeah and then Uh, yeah fair yeah yeah that's fair so it's like you send a a, like t&e gun to a youtuber to make a review on it they go play yeah. with it like two games they're like this thing's sick yeah yeah that's i true. mean that's like always the lancer first impression is like dude, yeah. dude this thing's yeah. like cool as fuck they're just matrix g3s on the inside well what's Which, there's not there's nothing a, special a, to them anymore well what's hilarious is i yeah. posted my uh tw5 for sale of course and yeah um one of my old bosses like from like height when i was working in like junior college he hit me up and he's like hey man are you selling and i was like yeah and he goes he goes oh man uh, my my girlfriend's little brother loves to play and he's like i, I know how much you want for it and i was like well this one's you know i have to explain to somebody yeah you know, sistema, what a sistema is yeah and justify the yeah. price point. like this is like <laughs> like this thing is like a car you have to take care of it and, and that's crazy because like you know the thing is is it, you have to take care of it and it's expensive but when people see airsoft, they think cheap. They think it's cheap. They don't. Think, yeah. They don't expect to see a price tag of a mm-hmm. beat up car. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, oh my god, that that's what we got so many times was working in the stores. Like you get yeah. the guys that would come in, and like you know, like they're just dads that are in here for their kids. You'd also and get like, the guys that come in and are like, oh, that costs yeah, more than my real gun. Yeah, that's right. that's like, the price that I bought my AR at, and, and I'm they, like, dude, they got shut the, up. They got the Amazon special yep. AR. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like this. Like <laughs> this, like top of the line Erica airsoft gun is like the same as like a Rock River. Right. So, hey, chill. I, I, I but fuck like with, you're, I you're fuck comparing like glow, a Geisley to a Rock River. Right. I fuck it's with like, True Glow. Don't 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 fucking <laughs> like, don't shit on True Glow, bro. This shit's cool as fuck. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I know those orange and green letters. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Man, I've been exposed. <laughs> uh, no, nah, like I I've been wanting to get into the Sistema game because Garrett has one. And I was like, ah, it's just, it's too much. Yeah. Like, well, I, I don't even have an AEG that's up right now. Well, I will say, um, so for anyone who wants to get into PTW game, I tell them this. I told Lane this. I told, you know, everyone who, who talks about getting into it, you can't just buy one. And what I mean by that is, is like part availability and the cost, it's cheaper to buy one that works preferably with most sistema like name brand parts yeah and then a parts gun yeah working or not just one to pull from yes because if you go and buy a ptw relatively new you're going to spend over a thousand yeah someone's just want to get rid of it mm-hmm. well okay you can go overseas and maybe you find some electronics in stock for 200 300 400 dollars Okay, or you can get on Hop Up, eBay, Facebook, maybe, 
um, and spend 800 on a maybe a, a beat-up package deal. Yeah. Where you get six magazines, you get a receiver set, outer barrel hop-up, maybe a spare-upper or something like that. Yeah. So now mm-hmm. you spend 1800 and essentially have one and a half, one and three-quarter guns. So, you know, that a real one-to-one scale, which is my biggest thing. You know, I bought that $500 MCX, right? And I put an F2 in it. It was performing great. It shot beams. You know, it's perfect. But it still felt like a toy. And if yeah. we added all that yeah. up, dude, it's twelve, thirteen hundred dollars on a gun, and it still mm-hmm. feels like a toy. Yeah. And it's the dimensions. The dimensions are off. Yeah. That's what, not true size. And I, you know, I got the MTW. Um, you know, which best M4 platform? Oh, dude, I know. I've got one. Mm-hmm. It's it's the best. Yeah. M4 platform. I just I just got like, the fourteen five one. Did you? Yeah. It's the best, dude. It's dude. It's it. I already threw the block two rail on it. It's like I, I have to. It, it's the best. I, I I just love the way that it feels. It feels fucking sturdy. Yeah. Like it. And they're light. Like, and it shoots yeah. beams, dude. I'm they're hitting from light. like very light. the back, uh, like over by the fence line right here, all the way out to the dumpster on the other side of the building. Like just laser beams. That's what two fives. Dude. I know if I go up to three zero, I can just zinc motherfuckers, dude. Yeah. Well, I was running uh, a ten inch barrel with. Honestly, Lane's going to kill me on this one. But I think it was a, a <laughs> maple leaf bucking or something. I, I don't know. I gave it to him, and I was like, dude, just. What, does he have a grievance with maple leaf? I don't know. He loves them, though. Okay. okay. Them. I think I it's because like, they're fit and finished in terms of, like, the form factor when they go into a gun. Yeah. Like, they have very little problems from what he's experimented or researched and what he's found that, you know, he can put them in most guns, and they're going to give him a consistent result. It may not be the end result, but at least he can get the same thing, and he can, you know, troubleshoot from there. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and at least even, I've noticed with, the with like, the macarons and, like, the that, is what it was. that stuff, yeah. those are very consistent, and they'll fit. Yeah. They'll work with, like, almost any window cut. Yeah. You start getting into, like, the Supermax and the uh, Mr. Hops now. They can be a little picky with the, the hop-ups and barrels, but the basic macaron is, like, pretty much, like, easy. Like, you can recommend it to any gun, and it's going to upgrade it. Yeah, and I actually, I think that's what we ended up going mm-hmm. with in the MPW before I traded it off. Um, great gun. It just got boring, dude. Yeah. Dude. It was, it was the best gun on the field. I, uh, yeah, it, it's just, it's like, so it's, hard. it's so easy. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's it just became like, easy. The like, only one I couldn't get bored with is the red line. Like his red line, I I couldn't oh, get bored yeah. with, just because it's mechanical. Like every every aspect of that gun, like I can do stupid shit if I wanted to. Like oh, all of y'all are running off to go waterproof your batteries. All right, cool. I'll just keep sitting here fucking hosing <laughs> down, right. dudes. Like right. like fuck y'all. I like think- I then MTW has the waterproof boards now, yeah. so I was like mm-hmm. fuck yeah. yeah. But like low key, I've shot it already. Already kind of bored. <laughs> Haven't even like fielded it yet. Yeah, it's, it's because is, is it the, it's the Inferno. Yeah, it is the Inferno. Yeah, which I have experience with because I used to own one. So right. I was like, I mean, they're fun. I just like the fact that I can silence the fuck out of it, yeah. and like all you mm-hmm. hear on the mm-hmm. other side of the wall is just. Thump, 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 well, thump. so the final specs on mine before I got rid of it was it was shooting about one point two, one point three joules with a point four gram BB out of a ten inch barrel, and it was going two hundred. 60, 270 feet and hitting something every single time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, with a 0.4 BB. Now, we 
again, I didn't field it with that, but like we just that was a gun we wanted to test on limits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And before I got tired and bored of it, it was shooting about one point three joules, like I said, out of ten inch inner, um, which was a stock inner barrel. Wolverine. Mm-hmm. We, mm-hmm. Me and Lane can't figure out what brand barrel it is, but Oh, like the outer or the inner? inner? No, the inner. The inner barrel. It, the crowning on is really good. It must and be like straight out of their factory. I don't know what it is. Man. Like it, it has to they, be manufactured from no. them. No, they have to OE it from yeah. somebody. But it's too expensive. I, I'm sure they they're probably are they, like are they they're steel right? Uh, or are they no, brass? It's a brass. That's a brass. Yeah, okay. yeah. And I think yeah, but it's, it's a gnarly brass then. Is but yeah. the crowning is like nothing. We've it's ever just seen. like super well made. Wow. Like you look inside, it's like a mirror. It's really good. Yeah. But um. Yeah, best M4 platform, honestly, you can buy. I took it. It was an L buying a PTW, but I wanted it because I wanted it since I was probably 11. God damn. I mean, I remember. I was stuck playing baseball when I was 11. Well, yeah, I mean, well, my dad used to watch all those, like, 80s Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. (laughs) And, like, I'd be in there, like, (laughs) over the couch looking. And my favorite one's Commando, still to this day. Man. That's the best show or best movie. That's the best movie. Dude. He Fuck gets in. that 4-2 rocket launcher from the back end of the <laughs> yeah. gun store. Dude, oh, great. That was, uh, that was also the one with the highway scene, right? With the uh, Harrier? Or is that – no, that's the other one. What are you talking about? The Arnold Schwarzenegger one where he gets into a Harrier. Fucking oh, – it's uh, the one where they have, like, the really long bridge and he's got to, like, get her out of the out of the moving limo from a helicopter – it's funny, whenever you try to describe an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, it sounds like a really bad Indian film. <laughs> like, we, we, we spent, like, hours one night on Discord just watching, like, like Indian movies, and we're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, oh, you yeah, don't understand. That's how I feel watching, like, some Arnold Schwarzenegger films, because I'm like, yeah. y'all really just kind of, like, wrote down four words on a paper and made a script, didn't y'all? <laughs> like, number one, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Number two... Does something cool. Right. Number three, has to show muscles. Number four, explosions. All right, make the movie. That's like, it. Like, that's all they needed. That's it, man. Fuck, I can't. I can't. All right, it's going to bug me now. I got to Google which uh, yeah, one I it is. It's, uh, it's like my all-time favorite one. But it's not. No, it wouldn't be a Terminator movie. Would it? I'm butchering his name. Okay, yeah, there's no, no way you'd allow me to, like, Spell that properly. Are you trying to spell Is it Total Recall? They wouldn't have a hair No, it's not total fucking recall. Total Recall. Yeah. True Lies. True Lies. That's like lies. the only one I haven't seen. Yeah, no, I was going to say. Really? Yeah. <laughs> bro, it's awesome. He, I'm, bro, I'm he flies it. a Harrier at the end of it. It's fucking awesome. Oh, okay. I'll yeah. Watch it. Dude, it, it's so good. It's so good. It's like, yeah. I mean, I, I got an airsoft because my brother came home. One day, and he had a BB gun, and I was like, oh, that's cool as fuck, and then he immediately pumped me full of fucking BBs, <laughs> and he had, like, this little CO2 one, it was a non-blowback, so I'm just getting hit with, like, 400 FPS off the gate. <laughs> I was like, fuck, dude, this hurts, so we'd, like, we'd, like, shoot each other from time to time, and I was like, all right, this is actually kind of cool, and then I started working over at the AMC back at the old place. Uh, that was where, like, my first ever job, like, my fr- I still remember my first day I slept in my car. Because I wanted to be on time to my next job. Funny how that's deteriorated over time. Um, <laughs> Wait, for us, used to be on time. Yeah, a lot. Um, and uh, I left work one day, and I looked right. And I distinctly remember looking right, and I was like, 
feel like I've seen that place before. It was like my freshman year of high school, and I was like, I'm going to go in. I walk in, and instantly Nick is in the fucking store, and he's like, hey, how's it going? It's like, I'm doing all right, and, you know, just kind of looking around. He's like, oh, you're perusing? You're just walking <laughs> around perusing? Hey, guys, don't worry about him. He's just, he's just perusing. I was like, oh, my fucking God. Oh, and I know that become like my best fucking friend. <laughs> I miss Nick, dude. I miss him. He he what brought life to the story. He was is just a fucking goofball. The fact that he would walk around, I don't. I mean, I don't work for the company. Neither does he. <laughs> fucking the fact that he would walk around in the back with his AK, like his I was it, his Palmetto one. GHK. Yeah. And so like, and everyone's like, bro, what brand AK is that? He goes, GHK. No, damn well, there's a 7.62 racked into the fucking uh, chamber. I was like... No, he, he never had it loaded. Bullshit. He had his pistol loaded all the time. Well, yeah, that's his pistol. That, he had the AK loaded at one point. I remember I'm, one night he came in for the employee play day, and he was like... He was in the uh, chrono room, and he was like, oh, shit. I brought the wrong bag. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this. He opens it up, he's like, yeah. that's the wrong AK. <laughs> Dude, and fucking... I... GHK, in my opinion, is like the top tier gas ball back. I just like just under TM. So I just got rid of four AKs. Yeah, I saw. You saw that? I saw. I, I was trying to tag Gian, but like my phone service just went out in New Mexico. So I'm like trying to use Kurt's rinky dink little like T Mobile hotspot thing. Oh. But it doesn't. <laughs> so the fun fact, funny thing is, it doesn't fucking work. When your phone doesn't have service and the and you're in the middle of the fucking desert and it's trying to ping a tower on the other side of a mountain, so it's like <laughs> I'm sitting here. That that's when we were going off on a fucking Techstar because uh, oh, they yeah. the whole I, what so they call I, they they put a post up saying they were the most speed QB field, and I was like, are they still open? Yeah. Okay. They surprisingly. Are. Okay. And uh, so everybody went into the comment section just roasting them for saying that. I'm like, y'all are literally a glorified hallway. Like, y'all y'all are a fucking cafeteria that y'all decide to play airsoft in. Like, that's all their fucking field is. Well, uh, uh, it's like it's like a tennis court with some yeah I, plywood barriers. I, honestly, it's more so a tennis court. Yeah. yeah, like I've actually I've played on high school tennis courts that are bigger than them. Uh, <laughs> Well, our, one of our refs goes in there and comments, you know, uh, comments on it. Well, then whoever, I, whoever was running the social media it must have been like some 15-year-old or whatever that got the social media for the uh, web, uh, for, for the fucking time. field and uh, starts responding to Mystic. And I was like, okay, you know, all this. And they're going back and forth and back and forth in there. Uh, then what sent me and Randall over the edge was when he told Mystic to uh, – to shut up and get some bitches on your dick. And uh, so then Randall and I, while we're in the RV, mind you, we're on our way home, hop into the comment section, start going off. I was like, I, I was like, this is like very professional of a company to, to tell another uh, paying customer to get some bitches on their dick. How about y'all, you know, shut up and clean y'all's fucking arena floor. And, uh, yeah, we were just going off the whole time. And then they met uh, – the owner actually got on and messaged Randall because I guarantee you his fucking phone was blowing up. And 
he was just like, yeah, I'll get to the bottom of this. And I was like, yeah, dude, that shit's like unprofessional as fuck. Yeah. Like, I do this shit on my personal account. You don't see me doing that on a business account. It's like the whole Greg Wong thing yeah. with mm-hmm. fucking PTS. And I was like, uh, yeah, it's, fuck that guy. Well, I just, I honestly, I don't know how he's still relevant in the <sighs> firearms airsoft community, honestly. Like, I do dude, the- you barely see him in anything, Haley. I think that's because they just kind of like shove it down. I'm surprised you see him at all. Honestly. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm still surprised that he honestly. has his sponsorship. I I figured it would be like years before he'd come up again. He would like lay down. Yeah. for like three or four years, and then he'd quietly no. He was back, back up, like but... what? That was 2020, right? Yeah. Yeah, like he's most right disc- back into the flame, like 2021. It's like one of the most disgraceful things you could do as like an impressionist community or like a you know a LARPing community. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, and then all of a sudden you come back and you're relevant again. Like, wow. Yeah. Oh, dude, I I really wanted him to say something to me at fucking Plyus. So I've been like, dude, I <laughs> I was waiting for him to say something because I would have been like, all right, that's cool. I like your National Guard outfit. He's just wearing all, dude. He, he was, oh my god, I, that motherfucker was annoying me so much, dude, because he was like dropping mags and shit, and like I'm like, great, pick up your fucking mags, bro. Every time we run to another building, I have to fucking pick your mags up, because like they're just fucking falling out of his rig and shit. I was like, fucking yard uh, sale. I was like, bro, did all of your good gear go to the fucking police department? Like, did they fucking steal all that too? He told me the beer came <laughs> when I'm reloading, like here at the grand opening, and I was like, dude. "I'm not gonna take any knowledge from you, dude. <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah. take any you're gonna, from you're gonna take dude. me under your wing, and then I'm gonna go get arrested for the same shit. Like, <laughs> like fuck, man, is that what it is? <gasps> oh, <never> <laughs> oh, dude, I just want to do that now from here on out. Just like anytime, like somebody like said, dude. I do it now, but, like, anytime somebody just says some stupid shit to me where they're like, hey, you know, if you actually – really? Re- I've been doing it wrong the whole time? <laughs> Wait, what? Like, just fucking overplay the fuck out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start doing it to David now just for shits and giggles. Oh, yeah. yeah. You would take that great. Oh, yeah, dude. It's going to be fucking awesome. Like, I'll, uh, if we do another range day, fucking – is he trying to get you to go out in October? Uh, yeah, but I got a family. Reunion. Yeah, I, dude, I'm fucking broke. I have negative $9 in my name right now. It, it, it hurts. Like I got 20 in my fanny pack right now. And that's for gas again. Like, like it, yeah. we're still at high ground, which this is a weird spot to intro, but, uh, yeah, we kind of just been rolling, but, uh, yeah, we're here with Justin Carroll, oh, the man, the myth, the P- the PTS, MTW, NGRS, <laughs> Sistema God. <laughs> Uh, just if if it's expensive, he yeah, knows about it. yeah, he's probably owned it at one point because it's a financial game. Just like you said earlier, it's all about resale. You know, like yeah. none of this stuff is um, sentimental to me. You know what I'm saying? If someone mm-hmm. comes to me with a dollar amount, who am I to say no? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah it's not. Nice. Oh, dude, I have a hard time with that. Like, I I really do. That's why I haven't sold Austin's uh, VFC yet. Because like it's 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 a team guy thing. For me, it's like I've got some of the team guys stuff that like I don't want to get rid of because I'm like it's my boys' stuff. Like you know, then again, me and Austin just like trade shit. Like the Mark 18 setup I was running, 95% of the attachments on that are his. He's like, are you are you running my? E- is that my? 
is that my air sock? I was like, yeah. He's like, you fucker. I was like, hey, look, you were going to let me take it if I asked you anyways. <laughs> like, relax. I think I've only ever sold one gun. Really? Yeah. I think that, I'm that's why s- I have like two dozen guns in my. I think I'm in the yeah. same boat. I mean, but see, like people yeah. ask, you know, people ask all the time, like how I have this stuff, and it's like, I, I don't. This is it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like the only thing I'm really ha- like I have and I'm collecting is cries, honestly. Yeah. And oh that's yeah. Just, that's honestly just because every time I see one for sale, it's like two hundred dollars more, and I'm like, dang, I and you know when I go to buy a pair of pants and they're four hundred dollars, I was like, dang, I had one already and I sold it. Look, you didn't get mm-hmm. gypped, all right? So, I got <laughs> gypped. I spent six hundred dollars on AOR one. All right, I got <laughs> fucked. All right, fucking I. You know how much I sold them back for? Four hundred. What? That's. I got four. I got four hundred out of it, but I, I sold it to a buddy because he was like. Like, oh, yeah, I need it for – he needed it for a cosplay, and I was like, I'm poor right now. I need the fucking money right. here. Take them. So I sold my AOR1 pants, and I was like, I kind of want to get AOR1 again, mostly because I'm still – I'm going to call him out. Fucking – I'm still waiting for Jake from State Farm Airsoft to send me a fucking uh, Toy Soldier uh, <laughs> MMAC. I'm still waiting for that plate carrier to Do this you, day. And what? And what? AOR1. Dude, there was one at a surplus store. Where? In Houston, bro. Uh, is it the fucking, uh, the one over in Katy? No. No, where? I will. Beltway. Dog, is my hidden spot. The prospect what? manager there. What the fuck? G. He's a G. He had, I, okay. I, had, I had two Eagle Arrows in AOR 2. I got both of them. He had an AOR 2 LBT Ruck. He had four, he had, so four B taps, but two were AOR one and two were AOR two, and he had uh, so Lane. I got him a Cry AOR two shirt for his birthday, and he had two shirts there, and he had a bunch of uh, Eagle um, uh, placard, I guess for the arrow for the arrow plate. Okay, setup. and I mean, yeah, dude. Fuck, I got I got know this spot, dude. Like, fuck. If they got LBT shit there, I'm going. Well, the product manager gets some stuff in. I will he, be. He's like, he's like us, you know what I'm saying? So he's like, mm, it has to yeah. be past him before it gets put on the shelf, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. He's got deep yeah, pockets, yeah. you know? So yeah. ain't, nothing, ain't nothing getting on the shelf unless it goes through him first. So well, it's that's like, uh, that's like uh, All Army Surplus down here in Katy. It's uh, run by uh, two Pakistani people. What What are you looking at me for? I don't I know. <laughs> I was like, are you Pakistani? <laughs> Uh, it's run by two uh, uh, Middle Eastern men for a broad spectrum there of uh, people. I don't I don't know their nationality, so I'll just say Middle <laughs> Eastern. And uh, yeah, because apparently I'm racist on the podcast. <laughs> Fucking according to like episode three, apparently I can get pretty belligerent. Never happened yet, but all right. <laughs> Fucking uh, they they were like super chill. So whenever we we're down at Comic Con, we took the jeep down and uh, we came back up to drop off the auto transport yeah to drop off the transport back up here and then blake was like hey let's go to this like surplus store and i was like all right cool what's up and we go in there and uh we're kind of looking around they're like hey you know we got to do prayer here in like five minutes if y'all hang out you know give us 30 minutes come back in so we waited the 30 minutes they were giving us like 30 percent off like 40 percent off like all this stuff we ended up walking out with uh two uh uh like $300 jackets that we got for $84.95. And I was like, okay, that's pretty sick. But they had full Russian flight suits. 
with the uh, with the fringe on it uh, and the actual harness system, they uh, they have a lot of Arc'teryx stuff in there. So it was like, and a lot of Gore-Tex. They also have like OG like British War like World War One shit in there. And I was like, they also have an ENL in its tried and true box. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> there's a you know AK in there. Where at in Katy? Uh, it's over. Um, it's like on the other side of the mall. Um, it's yeah, in my car. Um, I was like, I have a business card for them. They just like handed us all of them. Uh, I'm trying to think. This is off a of, so southeast corner of Beltway by like I guess not really Bel Air, but in that general area, right off of Beltway, you can see it. Um, it's off of Airport Boulevard, right there. And um, blue building, and uh, really cool people in there, man. They got like this. Like I've got, um, I bought a, a eagle. Uh, I guess it's a Phil B back, like three day assault bag. Yeah. Off of eBay mm-hmm. for like fifteen bucks, and they they tore it to get the armor, like the soft armor out of it because they can't sell it. I guess with with the soft armor in it, so they tore mm-hmm. that out, and they basically mm-hmm. there's like a big gaping hole in it. But I'm gonna get that dude. They got like a whole team of like. Yeah, like seamstress in the back. Yeah, Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. like a command post where they got their seamstress on the other side. But they do uniform alteration. That's why they're there. But he, uh, I mean, the guy said they could work on it. And, I mean, every time I'm going to get my 1694 uh, with a buckle, I'm going to get a buckle installed. You going Cobra? Yeah. Yeah. It's the only way to go. I would like to get the shoulder straps modified, but the 1694s are weird because the stroller strap goes all the way. Yeah, it goes it goes down to the uh, like the backside. It's like the ABS where it comes down further. Mm. It's like a two piece Velcro. I mean, it's it's not bad though. I I've always had a love for 1694s, mostly because it's like the OG like seal carrier. (laughs) So I'm like, I mean, well, I say OG. It's definitely not like they weren't running uh, uh, IOTVs. For a while, like yeah. the the big ass fucking M eighty one ones, yeah. like probably what the uh, oh and the IBAs, yeah the IBAs, yeah. Dude, that. there was a video that came out from like early two thousand three when we like first went into the desert of like the Ranger Bat and the Seals, like at that time, dude. It's it's gnarly. Like you like to see them like actually operating. Yeah. You got the Rangers who are just like fucking 18 year old kids they look so young like they're in their mm-hmm. early 20s and they're like all clean shaven and like all like geared up and then you got the seals over there no ha- no helmets no nothing dude's just got his hair free flowing fucking no rig and then shorts and they're about to assault a fucking compound i was like bro that's 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 the life dude fuck it if i'm dying i'm dying comfortable i guess like <laughs> fuck it dude Hmm? In my earlier days of Airsoft, uh, the tag Banshee was really big. It was really big. Yeah. And I remember uh, that that point carrier. And I remember right shortly after that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Banshee. That was a big that was a big one. Um right after that, you know Harrison Fears. He used to run with um Nigel and Elite Force and all those guys at like MSW and stuff like that. But anyways, he was really big into the CAG stuff. So pretty much they were, you know, always looking for CAG gear and stuff, Paraclete and, um, you know, all that stuff. And I just, I don't know. I don't like Paraclete. It looks tacky to me, but, I mean, it is what it is. But they were really big into CAG. So um, they they hated on Devker stuff, dude. 
So for the longest, I had I had a Pantac 6094, but like those guys, man, I I would run with them when I would play, and then they always had different kit, and they were like, oh, do a just do a CAG impression, and I'm like, no, no, no. But I mean, he's got a CAG impression now, and it's Chef's yeah, kiss, dude. I, dude, I Anvis and everything. Do you follow uh, Shitstain Gear? I've seen I've and seen uh, Tristar Nate and Connor. I've seen the name, but I don't think I follow them. They're uh, they're they're like, I mean, I'd say they're big MSW guys, but they got knocked for some uh, some stupid shit that they did with a uh, snake. And there's a whole there's a whole misconception about a a tagging round and a snake. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the uh, MSW drama shit that you know the normies don't get clued in on, and. I don't either. I just read comments. Um, they, uh, all of them, and uh, something that's been like, uh, I've been thinking about the past like week. Um, my buddy Micah did a OG Marsoc kit, like M81, LVM Babs. Like, the, he's the one that got me into the Marsoc kits. Yeah. And uh, rest in peace, his soul. Uh, not with us anymore, but fuck, dude. I'm, I'm trying to get his LVM Babs so bad. Cause like it was already fully built out, and like this was before like, uh, not A and A, um, I am spacing on the company. Um, the one that's here in Dallas, the the, uh, fuck, they're up in up in Dallas. They do like the modifications and shit for rigs. Axel. Axel. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Um, before their placard system came out, he would have fucking lost his mind over that. He's like, bro, like we had been preaching mm. about like nobody out there makes a good placard system for the LVM. But Axel comes out with a good ass placard system. And I was yeah. like, fuck, dude. Like, yeah. so yeah, they did OG Marsak. And what annoys me is that like everybody gets so mad about like Dev Crew kits, Ranger kits. So I was like, guys. If it, if you can't clearly tell that I'm playing airsoft, you're bad. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, like it's if it that's pretty good. Like if it's a one to one like accurate kit and you can't tell, but like mm-hmm. I don't it's like I get shit on so much on TikTok sometimes. Whenever like a video, so like I can start to see the ball rolling on it. And I'm like, Here we go. <sighs> I just I just want to turn off comments. Like I, I want to, <laughs> but it's funny yeah. because I just tag my buddy who's uh prior infantry from like back in the day back when before multicam was cool uh i'm just like hey just come in here have some fun and he'll just like start going after all the guys and everything and he's uh he's a firearms instructor so i was like yeah just have fun with it and uh so like they'll they'll like come in like i always get the bro vets that are just like bro that's actually pretty fucking sick and then you get the active duty infantry guys of, oh, uh, yeah, you, you would have been dead three times till Sunday because you didn't check that corner. I'm like, hey, retard, guess what? It's BB Wars. Yeah. I My eyes do a 180. My GoPro oh. don't. <laughs> <laughs> GoPro is fixed. My yeah. eyes can move. Like, yeah. I, I, dude, I really want to do a seal kit, but it's just, it's going to be expensive. I mean, I am trying to track down an OG sand shirt all right here we go we do seal kits but we do like 1980 seal kits 
Yes. Fucking Alice. Yes. Alice kids with M81. Oh, yeah. Either that or uh, I want to do uh, Panama Rangers. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be that'd be pretty good. <laughs> with the friends and everything, dude. It'd be, it'd be hot. <laughs> I already have a fucking... No, I don't. I traded it with Jack. I had a uh, OG... Um, oh, fuck. It's not the... It's the Mark Six or Mark Five. Uh, British helmet. Mm. Mark Mark Five is the big penis one. Mm-hmm. I always call it the penis helmet because it looks like the bell end of a dick. Yeah. Um, then they went to the Mark Sevens, which are the uh, scepters, and I was like, "Ooh, I want a, I want a Mark Seven. Can't buy a Mark Seven. Can't buy a Mark Seven. You'd have to get it imported from the EU and or not even the UK. And it, no, it's gonna have a bullet hole in it. Also, one like dream kit that i've always wanted to do but like would be so hard is uh desert rats oh do yeah like long, long range desert patrol with like pile into a land cruiser <laughs> <laughs> with fucking like khaki shorts and the See, we, we have the jeep, we have the jeep guns. cherokee so we can like yeah we can make it's it it's like almost yeah. it's almost a land cruiser we'll cut the top off yeah uh, well put a lewis gun on it well yeah it is your cherokee right yeah yeah we can, boom there we go like fuck i i want i did a brick kit for a little bit but fuck dude that osprey got so annoying like well yeah that's so why we annoying. do like the old yeah, I, I was like fucking, fucking khaki shorts. No wonder and... you fuckers were losing the Helmand province so easily. Like, look at this fucking plate carrier, bro. I can't even fucking move my arms properly. Like, it's like jamming into my armpits. I was like, fuck this. I do like their uh, their interior system that they have for it, though. It's uh, kind of like the um, not the sternum strap, but the uh, the waist strap. So what you do is you just put it on, Velcro it down, and it actually lifts the carrier up, so it's mm. not fully on your shoulders. It's like, hmm, that's not bad until you run a backpack. Yeah. And then it's like I feel like until you try grooving. to bend over and breathe. You're, you got oh, dude, every time I'd bend over, you hear the Velcro, like, shifting. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. My plate carrier just called me fat. Like, you know, fuck like, me. It's hilarious because, like, people hate on GMR, right? For oh, dude. Reasons. I mean, I hate on GMR, yeah. but for obvious reasons. For the obvious just reasons to do I it. hate on GMR, but, dude, they kill it, though. Yeah. And ingenuity and innovation, they kill it. Like, you know, yeah. it's hard. It's hard mm-hmm. to say, sit here and say and bash them when sixteen ninety four game revolutionized by them. I yeah. mean they, they they took items from companies and put something together and now you have one of the most like versatile systems ever in yeah. a light carrier. You know, Pharaoh, all their F C P C stuff, um, you have all these new chest rigs, spiritus. Dude, the A V S is gonna get phased out, I guarantee you. Dude, I like it, but that's because it it does the job. It gets the job done. It's meant for a full assault. Like, okay. so I think where the ABS would actually be nice is in colder weather. Yeah, well, because it, cause it traps in dude, and it keeps your yourself like that reason cool. Alone, I had to get rid of mine. Like, it yeah. was so hot. It, it, just, it is a good mm-hmm. winter carrier. It just trapped heat, dude. And, and when you're talking 90-plus days running around, I mean, for airsoft reasons, right? I'm yeah. In Afghanistan, of course. But, um, yeah, you, you know, just kind of deal with it at that point. You know, no, just, I mean, it looked good. The CPC also looks very good. Yeah. Well, um, CPC is actually more of a fucking hot carrier than the is. AVS because you got that full closure side panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I like the ABS, but man, I just in the hot weather it just doesn't. JPC I think takes the cake. Nah, Pharaoh. Pharaoh. Oh well, I'll talk to Cry. Okay. Cry, oh, yeah, through Cry. Honestly, oh, yeah. Cry. I do the um. Yeah. Uh, what is it? It's their. Uh, I wouldn't even do the JPC because I have minor grievances with the JPC. Um, I do the not the CPC, the SPC. Oh. Either the SPC or the new or the Navy one that has like the square cuts in it. Yeah. That's like fully like breathable. It's like that would work better, mostly because like it's all fabric. Yeah. Not even fabric. Mm-hmm. It's all like elastic. I'd like to get my hands on the SNS play frame. <sighs> Good luck. Mm. Yeah. Good luck, because you're gonna pay over two grand to get it. But see, like. That's how much Josh paid to get his from uh, 878 or Josh. Josh, yeah. He, uh, but he has an old school plate frame. Like oh, one of the older models, he, okay. he paid out the ass to get it. Yeah. But anything SNS is really hard because it's going to take forever to get to you because obviously military comes first. But like. It's peacetime for the military. Man. Yeah, it still don't <laughs> mean you ain't going to get it on time. <laughs> But, Fucking, uh, just because it's peacetime doesn't mean the contracts are yeah, that, that, <laughs> right, because right. it's peacetime they're ordering more shit right yeah. Fucking, they're apparently in they're in test phasing right now dude they're yeah shit out. Mm-hmm. i mean well fuck they got a they got a new rifle they got a new pistol they got a new squad support weapon they got a site that can tell you like you know when when how where and at what day you're gonna get swamp ass <laughs> like a uh, fucking forty thousand dollar optic that tells you if the moon or mercury is in retrograde like depending on how your bullet's gonna fire like dude i i want that sight but like <laughs> fuck like i just, they got a lot of shit they're they're working through right yeah. now new night vision yeah their yeah. new uh because they're they went to the photonus right uh set up for a, for dev grew that's such a controversial topic dude and really night vision solutions group on facebook why 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 are they at war right now well because the photonist tubes dude because you have people who are like oh they're great because they're pretty much by tech like by the definition a two plus gen but -hmm. you have people who are like no 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 you basically have gen three families Right. Yeah, you have people who get into night vision groups. They're like, "Oh, you need a Gen three. Don't go anything less than Gen three. And then Photonus comes around, and they're like, "No, no, here's this new new tech, and it's a two and a half technically." But then you have people who are like, "No, no, 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 no. It's still not Gen three. It's not good." But then you have people who actually use it and are like, "Oh no, it's great." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, dude. I mean, I have DTNVS with contact tubes. Yeah. And it blows probably seventy percent of Airsofters night vision out of the water. Yeah. Then you have your guys who are ex-military who justified spending 10, 12 grand on white false tubes. Yeah. Okay, well, technically. Personally, with how everything's going now, I've been running nods for two years now. Nothing will be as great as the, um, was it uh, Nocturna, Nocturne Industries? Katanas? Yeah. Uh, dude was, so we went to a night, night shoot in Oklahoma and uh homie was like hey put these on and I was like all right cool so I just clicked it into my mount dropped it down and I was like oh I can fucking see <laughs> I was like because like with green like green is good and all like I green I I, I recommend anybody get green to when they start out because I mean it's cheap you're not spending an extra grand to get white mm. but 
whenever you get into like the darker areas, you're relying on an illuminator because what you see on the ground isn't as lit, especially if there's like zero moon. So you have to rely on on light or a IR illuminator. But whenever I put on the white, all like the shadows that were deep in some of like the uh, nooks and crannies of the range, I could see into. Like it, it pushes past that like that barrier where it's like, is there kind of a guy down that down that way? Oh shit, yeah, there is. Like you can, I can out I can outline people easier with white because my eyes are more adjusted to seeing through that filter versus green. Because for me, I have a hard time seeing green, which may be a colorblind issue, may not be. It might be like a passive colorblind problem, but like. I just like I can't see deep enough through green. Like yeah. It's also just a like the contrast that your eyes pick up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, with like between between like the green and the black, your eyes don't get that much contrast whereas when you're using white, you're using more of your eyes. Yeah, it's like a it's like a blue and a soft gray. Yeah. Versus yes. that that dark black. Well, have you tried looking into the um the uh basically white foss filters they basically they they go on oh yeah they, they have kind of filters the for the ocular lens oh, where like, um, um not low yet light, low light innovations i think lli and then i think nocturne had their own i don't know if they still do but mm-hmm. i know there's a couple companies that made them i think they're like 50 bucks 70 bucks or something like that but basically it kind of dims down that green and kind of fades it out so it's not so saturated and what it does is it kind of mimics a white foss look but it's easier on your eyes because you're not so like blinded by green. Yeah. Because like when you when you put my um, like night vision on, the splinter cell effect of like green. Yeah. Like on your eyes is really mm-hmm. prevalent. Yeah. So especially when you're running like M frames or something like you know glasses when you're playing like yeah they're not yeah. sitting flush yeah. against your you can face. see that light like mm-hmm. from a while like a ways away you can see that light on someone's eyes yeah so it's like super bright yeah I think with that's what people don't realize either is like I've seen a lot of guys use the amber filters for that yeah because yeah. yeah. it, it doesn't it doesn't splash heavily yeah. on your face uh, it's actually how I binked a guy in the fucking head <laughs> at uh, reindeer because he was sitting there and he thought he was like being super cheeky and I was like. I looked over and I was like, oh, bonk. And I just like zipped him right in the forehead. He's like, what the fuck? And I was like, hey, you should like, you know, you know how you have that dial on the like back invisible. end near your nod? Yeah, turn that all the way down. You don't need that all the way up. Turn, turn your gain down. Yeah, dude, it was so bright. <laughs> you're blinding dude. everyone else on the range. Like, you're blinding yourself and everyone else. Like, yeah. he was like, what the fuck, dude? I was like, yeah. It's, like, it's funny, though, because people look at night vision as like this, like, magic you know thing where it's like oh you're, you're just instantly the best guy on the field but no in reality no you have to retrain everything you know mm-hmm. like half the half of the range day we were using uh i was like for the course of fire that we were running i was using uh ir uh laser i was not using dot mostly because i haven't trained dot i this is my first time running nod i haven't trained dots so I'm just going to use single or dual tubes. Uh, at the time I was running a, uh, just Kurtz 14, uh, so, for the moment, but now I'm running both of his. Yeah, so much easier with, dual yeah. tubes using a dot mm-hmm. at least. Well, d- I, I've learned the hard way shooting with a pistol dot when you're running the fucking, uh, the oculating ones, uh, at, uh, so f- the panel bridge, whenever it's panned out, can't get a solid sight line on your pistol dot yeah. so you have to uh head up 
use your eyes and uh, like tilting uh i look through the center i didn't we're we're being timed on it so i was like and plus i'm running i was running irons on my uh on my glock 17 at that time so i was like no point in trying to fucking line up with nod i'm just gonna uh head up light on bink 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 do you have night sights uh, I didn't. didn't. Okay. Dude, my TM's night sights wash out my night vision. <laughs> like, like they, like when I, no, but I think they're garter sights, so they're not like. TM. It's still crazy that they're yeah, that yeah, like fucking when you, bright. When you, when you like come up, you know, look down the sights. Yeah, under nods, like yeah, you can't see anything except those white lights on the, um, like on the on the sights are just yeah. so bright, dude. Like the night vision picks those up, like it's daylight yeah it's just, yeah it's, it's like somebody smoking a cigarette it's just <laughs> fucking right. bright as shit right. like damn dude well and okay look ir strobes are cool but please put some tape over yes fucking like, austin dude he runs the uh the knockoff hellstar bro uh, my mine's like a little like knockoff uh sns and um which everybody like knocks me for because like i'll, I'll like 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 do my gear shit because they're like oh what are you running i'm like sns uh strobe boy and i'm like well why does this one look different i'm like dog i'm giving you a better option than what the fuck i paid for yeah because like the sns ones are fucking bright this one is just kind of like wink wink yeah. wink like, but austin's like he's standing behind me and it's wrapping around into my tube and i'm like yo turn that shit off yeah. like fuck you're 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 working with teammates, not an AC one thirty. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying. Like, oh my god, Z dude with his fucking helmet setup oh of my, light. Yeah, we were testing. Uh, Blake got a new set of night vision, and we were like, went in the back of the warehouse, turned the lights off, and we were like, oh, this is actually kind of. I was like trying to read like text on the boxes, and then all of a sudden I was like flashing, and I thought the tubes were like going in and out, <laughs> like the tubes were turning off, but it was just. They were just getting blown out by the uh, by Z's his, fucking his strobe. He, he has he has a PJ or like some emergency. So it's a, it's like, a battery pack. Huh. It's an external battery pack with built-in IR LEDs. Is that what that tan one is? Yeah, it's got it's got red LEDs and it's white. got IR LEDs like all the way around. Yeah, and it's, it. and it's got it's white. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, dude, it's yeah. it's it's something that you'd like see on like some wacky German shit. Yeah, but like, and I was then he runs the t- two V lights, and then two fucking, um, what is it, Night uh, Nightcore, the little ones that I bought. Yeah, the Nightcore. He runs two of those, and then also runs like some other thing. I was like, dude, if you die, uh, make your last movement to cut all those on, so that way we can like fully see you from space. <laughs> like, dude, the IS the ISS can pick you up with how bright your shit is, dude. Like, I see, like, in that same Facebook group, I see so many guys, like, oh, trying out my night vision for the weekend, my new helmet set up, and they're so stoked. And all you see is a flashing light because, they, you know, I don't know if it's range rules or whatever, you know, wherever they're at. And all you see is a strobing light. And, like, every, when it's, like, off, you see a, a silhouette of a guy shooting a gun, and then it's, like, just, yeah, and it just gets it's blown like, out. It's, like, dude, turn that crap off. See, we – the way we did it was uh, if we had strobes on – most of the guys already had them pre-taped, mm-hmm. but uh, if you didn't want to run a strobe because it, you didn't have it taped, you could just shove a fucking chem white in the back of your pouch. Well, it's it's yeah. goofy because like okay, if, if if you're running in a squad of like let's say like six four six dudes, right, and everyone's got night vision, you can see each other. That's yeah. the point yeah. of having night vision. Yeah, but and, like and you don't house, cut your strobe on if you're trying to <laughs> find your buddy. You just flash your illuminator for a half second. Yeah, well, and also like you. 
just get some reflectors. Just fucking electrical. T- <laughs> just put some electrical tape on the back of your helmet. Make well, it yeah. like ghetto cat eyes. But it's it's, <laughs> it's hilarious because let's say let's say you're playing with people who don't have night vision. Well, it's IR. They're not going to see where yeah. you're at. Mm-hmm. Regardless, yeah. yeah. So, Unless like some dude has like god tier eyes and can see the little red flashing lights. It's like for I mean, reason, some of those are actually pretty bright though. Some are, some are, but that's like the high intense fucking IRs. Yeah, the ones that can like Z's helmet. Yeah. Well, and then also if you're playing a force on force against a, an opposition who also has night vision, mm-hmm. it just doesn't yeah, it doesn't sense. it yeah. doesn't make sense to be running a strobe. When the opposing force has the capabilities to see your stroke, yeah, and that, you'll for the the people who don't know also like you'll also hear people talk about like uh, first gen night vision and not to buy it when you're playing force on force, yeah, because it shines the IR off of it to illuminate to see. So like if anyone has better night vision who's on the opposing force, they see that and boom, you're done. Yep. So, mm-hmm. um, you know that's it's also the same kind of aspect to that because it's like don't. That's why they say you really get Gen three because it's the, it's the brightest, best. It needs the less amount of light. The technology's better, you know. Yada yada. Mm. Yeah. But um, honestly, just dude, I get on that Facebook group and I learn something every day. I learn something every day from the Facebook group. It's it's something really to be in if you're wanting to look into getting night vision. But as far as like dual tubes versus single tubes, because I know that's common. I I say get a cheaper. I say start off single. You do? Start off single. Then, because, uh, like, the bridge tech is there now. Like, it, oh. and the the PBS 14 is getting lighter, um, in my opinion. I mean, you've got, uh, Blake's got digitals. Uh, or, well, yeah, digital. Uh, and it's getting lighter. I mean, the digital age is catching up now. It's starting to catch up to the point where 14s are going to get phased out with digital 14s that are half the weight. And half the size, so. Um, Plus, you can, you can also what? Face the microphone. No, I, I thought I was head on. All right, that was weird. Um, yeah, it's like a top down thing, but all right. Um, like, fuck, God damn it, you threw me off my game. Digital. <laughs> uh, they uh, they're just getting lighter. Like everything's getting lighter. So like the. Everybody was, like, against 14s originally because it's, so, like, even the single tube, fucking heavy. I mean, my response is you're just a fucking pussy and didn't buy a fucking counterweight. But, I mean, you know, fuck me, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. so now, like, running dual 14s, I, d- I don't get the drop from my helmet because they're a bit lighter than what they used to be. Like, they're not as mm-hmm. heavy. Like, you know, if you, if you go b- buy, like, like four little wed, wed lead weights, like just shove them in your fucking counterweight. You're fine. Yeah. Like, plus, like yeah, all or, the mounting systems like, now are going to aluminum. Yeah. Like every like all the bridges are going to aluminum. Like yeah. it's all light. It's all aircraft grade aluminum. So you're not going to feel that weight of say a Rhino mount on your on your front end with the metal J arm. Yeah. Like the weight's not going to add up on your front end anymore. So like you're gonna be fine. I. My decision was pretty – I so, in all honesty, I pretty much said to myself one day, I'm going to buy night vision, did research, and by the end of the month, I had night vision. Shoot. Yeah, you had, like, a whole set. Yeah, because I was – it was pretty quick for me. Like, yeah. I, I went – I was on – I was, you know – because, like I said, I had buddies who played MSW for years yeah. who, who went to all the national ops. They're always around night vision. 
And my buddy was talking to him heavily. I was like, man, I want articulating units. At first, it was because of, of the look. But yeah. then I started mm-hmm. realizing, like, okay, well, you know, at my height, going through doorways with eight inches of yeah on your helmet, that's not the smartest thing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I was like, well, articulating units would be would be better for me. But then I was like, okay, well, that adds another two or three thousand, depending on what what you get. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, okay, well, I'll just keep looking. I was gonna get RNVGs, and then um, honestly, I I would actually to this I, to this day I still am about articulating because yeah. I I want the ability to have one up or two down. Well, so a lot of people say that, and it's like. I can never think of an instance where I'm going to flip one two. Up. Well, it's also if you have a thermal monocular. Yeah, well, so most guys will run a uh, a thermal or a FLIR, and then run just their standard set. But even then, you get a Cody. Yeah, and then that way, yeah, you on your night vision. Well, this then, was before. Oh, well, yeah, because I mean, because Cody's I'm, still new, right? For the most part, yeah, it's pretty new. Yeah, I mean, within the last year or two. Say maybe a little bit longer. Yeah. So like the the Fleer PVS fourteen game was like the whole craze with the with the bridge setups. Yeah. But I mean, I also like it because um, I run it based off of uh, one forward observations group guy was like, I don't run them all the way down because I don't need to. I only do it when we're walking or we're out like patrolling. But when they're going to clear rooms, he'll actually click them like halfway up, so that way he can still like the top of his eye of his iris is still clicking through the tube. So you can still see into that corner, but it's as simple as just clicking your head up and just doing that. I mean, they're out here fucking running like 80 inch high fucking sight risers. So I mean, it doesn't matter. It's hilarious. (laughs) You just said that because I just ran into a problem the other day. Cause I'm running a a hollow sun on a unity riser 1.93. What'd your screws back up? No, but see when you have articulating units, and they're down, but they're not like in your eyesight. Well, you can't, and you're on a riser, you can't see the optic because they're. Oh down. yeah, because you can't click down yeah, because, into it. Oh, yeah, because so you, you, you tilt to, your head forward. Yeah, exactly. To get onto the. Uh, there's there's a way to do it. I think you have to uh, click it up and like straight, and then click. It's weird. But see, the problem with it is, is the cool thing about articulating units is the fast you can you're, yeah. you're in the game you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah you yeah you can just throw it up to, throw it down you know g24 mount's really good because it's got all these adjustments but guess what that takes time yeah you yeah. know what i'm saying and if you're mm-hmm. in and out of dark rooms and you have yeah you can't sit there and yeah. fucking adjust your shit 24 7 even in airsoft mm-hmm. you know like you're going in and out of dark rooms a lot you know uh, mass uh, missouri airsoft simulation site up in Lawson, missouri it's a mount facility and some of those, but there's no lights in it. You yeah. Know, some of those buildings, I mean, they're very dark. You know, very easily you could go, you know, into an area where it's pitch black and you have to use night vision. Yeah. During the day, it could be three in the mm-hmm. afternoon. You know what I'm saying? So, like, and then you got to be quick with it because you're going, you're talking about a room, maybe two rooms this size. You know what I'm saying? It's a yeah. good engagement. But you can't have it on during the day. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, like, you need that. You can't really want to, or you don't want to be in a situation where you have to flip them down, you have to angle them because you can't. On G24 mount, you can you can camp it front to back. Yeah. And, of course, articulating, you can go in and out, and then you can raise it up and down. Yeah. But, um, you know, when you're running a Unity or really any, like, 1.93, whatever. Whatever fucking measurement yeah, we're on the, now. Yeah. The, G, okay. the Hydra's a two and a quarter, I think. Dude, I, it's, I, I don't pay attention to it anymore. I just run what I like because, like, I'm, I'm so – after seeing the GBRS shit, I was like, okay. Yeah. Fuck y'all. Like, the the fucking... Why do I need my pec floating? 
Why well, do I need it that high? Because hashtag Rattler game. I, bro, at this point, I'm just going to build a car 15 with an extended duck tail on the front end, like how Blake had his. Oh, the, the gooseneck Yeah, the mount. gooseneck mount and just run it fucking out front. Boom, look at that. I have That's a half ass GBRS mount. <laughs> like, I, the, the whole sight riser shit pisses me off now. I'm like, dude, but fuck it's y'all. It's so nice when you're running high vision. Yeah. Oh, it's so nice. Yeah. I dude, yeah. I don't even use my optic half the time. Like I dial in the laser. I'm telling you, man, it's a game changer. When you get dual tubes in a, on a on a riser, I'm never going back. <laughs> like I have a five five three EOTech. Yeah. And it's terrible. I have to crank my neck down neck down to like even look down. Yeah. You know, I'm just so used to the riser now. And you know, with what I was saying earlier, like with the night vision being in a down position but not like in sight. I just had a thought. Drop stocks. God damn it. Oh <laughs> Fuck it. I, I, knew that, that I knew at some point a drop stock was going to get said. I was just night, not man. wondering when it was going to be said. Man, I just, well, Fuck. Well, I mean, SIG came out with the gas mask stock for the MCX. Yeah. The one that's like a. Yeah. Uh, well, so that that's what's annoying stock. is. So I, I have an M50. Like I have. A legit one. You kind of just learn to accept the fact that you're going to have to run one filter. Because that's how uh, HRT will run them half the time. Is they'll click out the right filter, click out the left one, depending on their arm. And they'll just shove their face into the fucking stock and get into it. But, I mean... Or just, like, point shoot, be a man. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking, they have a laser and it's dialed. I mean, they're feds. They have good qual. Well, and that's honestly, like, how much of these, like, high-speed dudes point shoot when they're clearing, like, rooms and stuff? Like, you can't sit there and tell me they're looking down a T1 at every single person they're shooting. No. No way. Well, it's like uh, I mean, that's why SAS loved the MP5s because they could literally just, like, push them out against the sling and just fucking... Yeah. Yeah. And and just 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 laser beam. Yeah. I mean, the flux kits, like... You know damn well nobody's fucking yeah. using like they're using the optic more than they're using the nod the nod's just there for fun like i the fucking uh i mean there's something to it where it's like if you train yeah to use the optic you're more likely to use it when you yeah. need to but i mean i mean i that's yeah. why like people say they don't use red dots for airsoft but it's like I have a red dot. I know how to use it. I'm going to use it for airsoft, even though you don't yeah. really need to. Like I, I if but it's like, an adjustable if I, laser, if I get in the habit of yeah. not using the red dot, I'm not going to use it when yeah. I yeah when I need to. It's like the only time I'll, I'll use. Uh, dude, I, I personally hate magnifiers. I just got I one. I don't like magnifiers because I, the eye relief is terrible. I've never tried one, but I've, dude, I can't I've get into interested it. in trying it. Uh, I've yeah, I've used David's because uh, I just got a G23 for. A marketplace. Single, <laughs> by the way. Dude, dude had it posted for three fifty. I got it for like two hundred. Fuck, dog. Jeez. Yeah. Like, See, I, I, I just, I can't get on the G twenty three, dude. I can't. Well, it's, it's, it's either. Correct. Okay. It's clone correct. Okay. So yeah, for, I can't get behind it for the Sot Mod series yeah. Block mm-hmm. Two. It's clone correct. So yeah. That's the really only reason I bought it, or else I would have got G forty three. Yeah, like when we were using David's, I can't. I, I don't know if it's on me or if I don't have the proper, like, range time behind myself to get it, but I, I just can't get into it. Because, like, I've been spoiled 
by SUSE and their magnified optics, primary and their magnified optics. Everything just clicks in. It's a fucking window. Like, everything's in front of me. I, I, there's no, like, obviously I have the silhouette of the actual sight, but it's not as bad because it's, like, blurring out with the sight picture. I try to use a fucking uh, EOTech magnifier, dude, and it's, like, all I get is just the, like, half-assed end of the dot, and I'm, like, click it down, fucking just, just sure, 300, bing, ding, cool. Fuck it, because, like, David's using it uh, at BSR. He was using his uh, magnified optic on the on the top side. And I was like, it's 250, bro. This thing's zeroed to two, like, to, what was it? It's I think it's zeroed to 75, so it's good up to 250, like 300, depending on the holdover. Uh, I think it's. I think it's, like, 75, 300. Depends on your barrel length, but it's usually, like, 20, so four, 25, 300, and 75.2 like 220 or something yeah i like i was dinging it and i wasn't even using the uh magnifier because i couldn't get behind it so i just slapped it down and was like bing bing and then just ran to the next fucking platform definitely like all right look i get flagging i understand it i understand why we don't do it if you're running a course of fire on a four on a on a four-story top deck and you have to go down to the third deck probably shouldn't be standing on the third deck <laughs> watching and running if you're not an rso but i was getting yelled at because i i ended up flagging three of the guys including orange down on the third deck when i was running down the stairs i'm like look guns in safe fucking gun is slung and the only way this thing's going off is a miscalculation on your fucking gun like, there's something going completely wrong inside this gun if it pops a round off. Yeah. So, I understand why we don't flag and why we, like, train it. But, like... It's also, like... There, there's a lot of, like, nitpicky... You, you know people are going to be running down those stairs with rifles. Yeah, so don't so stand on the fucking standing, outer deck where we have to swing stairs. down. So, like I, was, I was, like, I was in the process of, like, trying to swing it parallel with my body... Mm. And uh, while also still trying to get down the thing because I didn't want to bust my ass. Um, and, like, I was in the process of swinging it. Well, I swung it out over the fucking deck uh, with the barrel. So I was like, fuck. And David's like, if we, we got to have I'm like, shut the fuck up. I know. And still the only motherfucker to ding the uh, steel two times out of the window back to back. So I'd say I'm a pretty good shooter. Because <laughs> I got two dings on the top deck, uh, one miss on the on the very top. Two dings on the third deck and then into the second story uh, window. Two I mean, dings. I've heard it as extreme. I don't know what building you're in, but. Like, it's the only one at BSR. Oh. Okay. The only so one. Th- extremely thin flooring, too. Yeah. So, I mean, you also have to take into consideration oh, yeah. it's, it's high like and low ready. Just a connex. So, I mean, you know, you'll hear guys talk about like high and low ready and how you should do one or the other depending on if you have people above you or not. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so it really, if you're clearing a house and you know there's children on the ground below you, like, are you going to low ready? Well, yeah, it, yeah. it's, it's one, so dumb. One interesting thing I heard is like a lot of the big deal about uh, training low ready in the military was because in the shoot houses, they have walkways on top for the observers. Mm-hmm. So they can't do high ready because mm-hmm. you're pointing a gun up at your the observers yeah, you're fucking yeah whereas like for seals training they were like well we expect to be on boats so you point a gun down at a boat you're pointing at all the lower decks also out the bottom of the boat so 
Yeah, I mean, it's, they were like, that's why traditionally seals were always trained high, there's ready. No right answer for like, anything. Army is always trained load ready. There's no right answer for anything, and I think it's like use your judgment. Like, yeah, you're training to be the top. Just, yeah, point <laughs> the direction of least consequence. Like right. I usually. I usually just, it's more comfortable to me to do high writing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, and you'll see like, uh, so I follow Slade on Instagram. He's like, he's like, dude, great guy. I mean, he's, I'm, I've actually had a lot of conversations with him. He's actually a pretty dope dude. Um, he, uh, before he got really, really big, he, uh, he was actually responsive to messages and whatnot. And you know, yeah. I talked to him a lot about, you know, kind of just some of that stuff. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, he, he just honestly like, he down to earth dude but um i mean he like if you watch his like his his videos on where he's teaching other dudes like how to shoot and whatnot he talks a lot about that stuff and mm-hmm. it's like you know but even he says it himself he's like there's not going to be a one all one size fits yeah. approach mm-hmm. you know and he's specifically in, in in talking about the high versus low ready he's like but for me like what you said mm-hmm. this is your workspace yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to reload a pistol down here. You're not yeah. going to, yeah. you know. Yeah, every time you here. every time you bring the pistol in, like, that was what I was teaching Z, bring it into your box. Yeah. Like, this is your zone. Like, and he was having a hard time because, like, dude, I love him, but he, he's got to slow down. Like, that, uh, Isaiah, the little short kid that, that works over in the store side, the one that always wears his helmet. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The easiest way to describe him, always wears the helmet. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, he comes to me for a lot of stuff, and uh, I was te- I was doing him, like, a little basic CQB course, and I was, like, uh, teach him some shit. Well, he's also trying to get pistol down, and he's, he's just, like, going so fucking fast in the range. I'm like, Z, you, you can't be Lucas and also want to be Travis Haley. You just can't. You got to yeah. pick one or the other. You either want to be sl- uh, slow and smooth and smooth as fast, or you want to just be fucking ass on the gas, dude. And one of them is going to get you killed. One of them may or may not get you killed. Yeah. Like, and he's like in the range doing all this shit, and he's fumbling. I'm like, Where it's also it's like, if you can like, if you can do it super fast at hundred percent, but you can do it every time at eighty percent, slow it down to eighty percent. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you know you can do it fast, good. Yeah. Slow it down. The faster you are at 100%, the faster you're going to be at 80%. Yeah. But if it really matters, you don't want to go 100%. Yeah. And the way I, I taught him to, like, because like, he's, like, trying to figure out where he's, like, fucking up at. And I was like, dude, honestly, I don't know until you slow it down. Like, you need to do isometrics when you do your, uh, mm-hmm. do your pistol shit, yeah. which is what they taught us in band was do isometrics where we, like, slowed it down and, like, we learned what our feet were doing when we were marching. Same thing works whenever you're doing draws, you know? It's like, all right, one, one, two. Like, you can you can break it all the way down to your reload, and then you can, like, realize that, like, the longer you do that and the more you practice that, you'll actually be more accurate on your mag hits. Like, I'd reload a Glock now without looking at it because yeah. it's all, like, muscle memory. I know where to bring my hand, where to, where to draw and go, slam back up, don't worry about the extra mag. Like, I just drop my mags and I'm like, fuck it, dude, it's empty anyways. Why do I need it? This is all the argument of like, do you bring the gun into your workspace or do you leave it out yeah, like I, when you reload? And yeah. it's like, yeah, because there's like the whole like cop video, of the dude that's like tech- drawn out and he fucking slams it back in forward. I was like, it's like technically it would be faster because it's less movement to reload it while it's out, but like while it's yeah. out and your fucking arm is shaking because yeah. you're fucking adrenaline dumped and yeah. you're arms tired because you've been clearing rooms for two hours yeah like 
what are the odds you're actually going to get in the magwell first time yeah. whereas like if you just break it down bring yeah. it into your workspace put it in like put yourself behind cover bring well, it in get your mag in you know a lot of it comes down to like being comfortable with what you're doing because you know a yeah. lot of guys like you know a lot yeah. of guys pretend like they know how to shoot and they go to the range just like their second time going to the range and they mm-hmm. try to do some like you know speed stuff and it's like dude this is the fifth time you've handled your own glock yeah mm-hmm. you know like and also i hate pistol shooting like oh, dude, god I love forbid it. Yeah. i ever have to use a pistol like oh, I, I, I love I it i i it. train with the pistol because 95 percent of the time like i'm gonna get dinked while i have a pistol on me dude i i'm carrying a backpack yeah, and carrying like- an sbr that yeah like honestly like i cannot use a pistol like i've got an evo <laughs> like, I, I, I refuse to fucking use a pistol dude it's i got a, I got a pistol EDC rifle evo. now I, I, I refuse <laughs> i refuse to use a pistol i got a p10c i love it i like i'll shoot it all the time. oh man but like the thing is hey, you want to sell it is <laughs> you don't got money i know <laughs> dude i've been trying to buy his fucking avs off of sell him, a man. kidney Oh. I, I'll sell my right nut, dude. I, mean, I can get some <laughs> money. I am looking for MWS is plural. MWS, whatever. Like the Package. gas blowback systems? Yeah. Like if you got a M4 MWS with mags. I mean, we, don't we have some in the store? We got like six yeah, in the store. I'll say I'll, I'll, I'll think we also it. just got the new GHK market teens, the licensed market teens. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. I want the MWS. Bro, just go get the RA tech. What the fuck? No, I want, the <laughs> I want the MWS because they're releasing the gas blowback MCX, bro. Oh my god, mm. mm-hmm. that's what I've been waiting for. I'm dude, gonna, you ca- can I'm probably get it already, dude. It's probably live on Ichigoya. No, they don't even have. They're not even anodized yet. Like all airsoft artisan kits, like they're not even anodized yet. They're still posting pictures of them like in the raw aluminum phase. Fuck. Like they're not. They're like they. They know they're gonna make money off of it. So oh like, yeah. They're well, trying to get it out. There on yeah, the market they're already. they're rushing to get it out, which dude, I would scares me. I would go broke on it, dude. I want if they come out with a GBBR spear, I'm getting it. <laughs> I'm getting it. I just want the big Kaluga gun, dude. <laughs> I mean, that would. I just want sick, that actually. thing to that fucking shake, sick. dude. Just like, a, if you want that, get the uh, NGRS Mark Forty Six, bro. Did, did you <laughs> Did you ever see uh, Daniel's uh, Scar Seventeen with the steel bolt? No. Yeah. He he bought a Scar Seventeen with the Aritech steel bolt carrier. That thing kicked. Fuck. Yeah. Damn, dude. That what was, was the gas on it like, or what was the like reliability on the gas though? Like, was were you able to cycle through a whole mag? Like, that's just your. It, it could go through a whole bag, but it was like. Oh wait, no, I do. I remember, remember it. That? I yeah. remember it. Yeah, it was the Mark Seventeen, right? No, or the sixteen? Because he had it. He had a seven. Uh, yeah, it was the Mark Seventeen. Uh, he had I don't remember being the three hundred eight. He also had a seventeen. Yeah, dude, that thing fucking rocked. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love. Getting now that I remember it, actually, fun fact. My very first airsoft gun that was bought from like a like a reputable store was a King Arms M4 gas blowback when it first came mm, out. Mm-hmm. It was based off the WA system. Yeah, and Lane actually has that right now. Still. Yeah. Well, I I, I sold it to him. We traded. Um, but piece of crap. It's <laughs> <laughs> about right. It, yeah. my, I got it for a birthday gift, and my parents were already pissed that they bought that. Like my. <laughs> You know, I, I did not come from any money, so it was like when they had bought. Yeah, it, it's like, like yeah. why do you want this, dude? Yeah. Like, and I was like, I just really want it. 
I said, screw AGs. I said, screw all that stuff. I want a gas blowback. Yep. Lower middle class family problems. So <laughs> your, bir- your birthday presents are bought, but your parents are bitching about it. Yeah, like, I got it in that first weekend. I went to my grandparents' house. Because we lived in a trailer park at the time. So, like, I yeah. didn't for me to shoot it. So, we lived mm-hmm. at my grandparents' house. I, they live on land, and I was able to uh, shoot it out there. It broke. First magazine. Yep. Yep. The C-clip <laughs> that held in the spring for, like, the nozzle. Went somewhere, fucking legs, <laughs> and walked off, and yeah, broke. And my mom was pissed. She's like, well, "We need to send it back, and all this and that." And I got it from Evic, Evic actually. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, it took him like a month to get that thing back to me, and I got it back, and then the charging handle broke because it was popping. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, there, there's only, and it sucks that it's this way. I GMP used to be tra- like. The tried and true company yeah. to go with. Oh yeah, the the walk. <laughs> the yeah, walk. <laughs> fucking the 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 groups though for the uh, GMPs are so fucking gatekeeped. Mm. Like if you like, they're the only ones to know where to go get the uh, the parts for them. They're the ones that have the contacts to get the parts. It's like, dude, y'all are the reason why GMP is fucking so niche. They're GMP is a really weird company because yeah. they mm. they started off making um, like components and then they started making like bodies and and, and like kits yeah and mm-hmm. then they were making gas blowbacks and now and they're making they AGs. Like, I yeah. Don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. like, yeah, bro, they got Steiners, dude. Like, and then, and then they make optics. And yeah, then, now they make AEGs. Yeah, like, like no other company does that. Like, Tokyo Rui, like, GMP and Tokyo Rui have got to be, like, the oldest, oldest one. Uh, T- TM is the oldest. They are so, one, yeah. they are the first. And then, and then we nuked Kotsu. them, and then they said, fuck you, we're going to make airsoft guns. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, just, I, <laughs> there's, there's a little bit of in between there. But. Well, yeah, there's like a Cold War. Because you have to, like, so was the first like to make a full airsoft gun, or the first to make airsoft components? Uh, I mean, because technically they they were the first like in general like for yeah. the sport. Yeah, like so. airsoft came to life because of them. Yeah. Well, they invented like, airsoft as like yeah they the, invented the six millimeter plastic BB. Yeah, we we had and then they also invented pellet. the AEG. Yeah, we we had pellet because you know air guns because America. Yeah. Well, and they had air guns. Yeah, they had the the Red Rider little BB guns. But now, like, yeah, no, TM is the oldest. Uh, They actually, um, I I learned this from David. Do you know they celebrate Crytek over there, right? They would. Like, Like, the company. Like, they have Crytek Day, from what I've heard. Weird. I I don't know if I'm getting my chain yanked or whatever, but, like. (laughs) Like, in Taiwan? No, like, in in Japan. In Japan? Why? Why are they like where in where Japan? Tokyo Marui's at? Like they they like Tokyo Marui celebrates Crytek. Okay, and I'm That's like weird. that. Yeah, That's if that weird. like if y'all celebrate them, hey, how about y'all partner with them and make their guns just a little bit better? That's weird. Like please, yeah, that is, that is odd. Crytek, because isn't that like an Americanized KWA? I yeah. So like, why would? Yeah, well, it's like know. it's. Uh, maybe they're just celebrating the octopus. Isn't that the know. Acura of? KWA? I don't know. A lot, a lot of the guys who started Crytek came from uh, KWA and TM. Well, I also learned that uh, the the KWA recoil system is probably about like two and a half steps away from being an NGRS. 
Yeah, it's very similar. Because the guy that made the NGRS moonlighted at KWA. <laughs> well, so, but that's the thing, like, yeah. someone just asked me the other day, because they knew that I had NGRSs in the past, and they asked what I would get enough that I wanted recoil, and I was like, Titman or ERG? Yep. And yeah, the, only yeah reason, the KWAs are... And the only reason is because it seems to be the most relevant. Like, NGRSs are, you know, out, people run them, but, like, if they break, you're more than likely have to go overseas yeah, to get parts. you got to fucking scour the internet. Mm-hmm. But the ERG, as far as I know, has a lot of readily available parts in the States. Well, with, yeah. K- yeah, they, with KWA, they use, you just send it back. They use mostly stock internals. Yeah. Like, yeah. mostly standard V2 internals. Yeah. The only well, thing yeah. that's different are, the, like, the nozzle and tapleter or one piece. Oh. Um, that's but just as far a, as that, that's a reduced like, like stress. Everything else in the gearbox is standard. Huh. Yeah, you if, you're, standard if you're working gear, on the recoil system, you're gonna make that yeah. one piece. Then, so that was my first airsoft gun, but my second one, I learned my lesson. So oh gas no! Blowback was Would you buy a fucking one. combat machine? <laughs> it was an airsoft GI flaming hog, oh, which was built off the combat machine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but technically, hog. this is not. I, I'm just convinced GI looks at everything that Evic does and it's like, all right, copy that, but like change it up a bit. I mean, like it's the definition of hey, you can copy my homework, just change an answer or two. Man, but I knew I knew about airsoft GI before I knew about Evic. When I was getting ready to say, there the was the only reason time. I knew about them before. Evic was because High Ground was originally a GI store because I mm, remember the yep. the big fucking uh, vinyl wraps on the doors hmm. uh, were there and like that's where I got a lot of my gear. I that's where I like sent people mostly for gear because yeah. Evic didn't have the gear selection. Yeah. Like at the time they had some good shit, but in terms of affordable shit, GI fit that bill a lot of the time, and they yeah. had like all the PTTs, all, those, all the yeah. Manta strobes, the V lights, all that shit. Like if you wanted to deck out a helmet, you could do it on GI. Yeah. Granted, would it work? Uh, it's on you. Whoa. But like they were also the ones that had airframes. It fucking Evic just got airframes in like a year and a half ago before I left. Like mm-hmm. they didn't have airframes in yet, so I was like, bro, like, y'all are missing out on the wave right now dragon red just fucking got yeah, gypped dragon for red. scamming like dog airframes are in right now and tmc's mm-hmm. the only one doing it so let's get the fucking going yeah like well um man r.i.p dragon time, red i think what really drove it was youtube yeah because yeah. well gmr time, well there's a point in time where airsoft gi was bigger than evic dude yep tim yeah was, for a little bit and it was tim and bob tim. yeah man fucking and it was because of YouTube, but yeah. then that yeah. really kind of blew up. And yeah. I mean, Evic was—I mean—is what it is today, dude. Yeah, I mean, Matt's got that. Matt has the personality there. Like Bob was Bob the Axeman Hildebrandt was the shit at the time. Oh yeah. Well, you also have to remember they I had Gina them. on there. They had Gina yeah. Valentine. They were pulling in like a lot of external people to promote their videos and mm-hmm. to be in the spotlight for a half a second. That doesn't work always in the long run because Gina yeah. Valentine has nothing to do with fucking airsoft anymore. Like mm-hmm. she didn't even have really much to do at the start. She was just a streamer, and they just like were like, "Hey, yeah, come." Like, uh, fucking anybody that they pull in, it, it doesn't matter. They're not going to get anything big out of it. Evic, you've got Matt that's here. You got George that's here. Like all the faces there are noticeable personalities. Like they're mm-hmm. people that you can relate with and that like mm-hmm. honestly make a video good. Like, with Matt, you can slap him in front of a camera and he'll perform. 
and he'll make that video good. Like it comes down to the marketing team. And if your marketing team is reliable on everything but their capabilities, it's not going to do well. Like shit, fucking George and I at sitting outside the garage. I I've been wanting to talk about this for a minute now. I I tell this to everybody. I have yet to talk about in the podcast. So when we're at, uh, at Copperhead, we shot a body armor van commercial. Super cool guy, super tactical, fucking gay. All right. Hands down. It's going to be cool as shit, but man. So George and I are sitting at the, at the garage. He goes, dude, that, that sounds so fucking stupid. This look, this is how you do it. You get four guys to stack up on a door, right? One, the camera zooms in at one man. One man looks back at two men. Two men is wearing no shirt, like American flag, Ranger panties and his, and his kit. That's it. And he's like, dude, what are you wearing? Where's your uniform? He's like, bro, I'm good. I'm cool. I got body armor vent. And then like he opens up the rig and it's like the, the ice, like the frost comes out and it's like body armor vent. And then, then it, then it pans back to the two guys. Like I'm also cool as well. And then boom, we're on a horse. I was like, dude, yes, it's the perfect level of comedy and it fucking promotes your shit so well, dude. It's like, like I, I'm like, yeah, but the science, like, well, what's your video doing? All right, fair, 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 fair. Like, <laughs> like we came up with so many commercial ideas just for body armor vent alone that were all comedy based. Like the the we went with the old spice. Like now I'm on a horse shit, and I was like losing my goddamn mind. Like that shit is shit that sells yeah. because it draws you in really quick. That was George with little to zero information on the like about the like what we were doing and then just took the product and fucking sold it in one video he was like fuck it let's go reshoot it i was like hey george i'm tired dude i'm also like high as shit like <laughs> fuck <laughs> look i was in a state where lead weed was legal so i got to do it yeah. can't knock me for that yeah. it's nice it's nice working for companies that are based in california because then they're like <laughs> on that stuff yeah like, that's yeah. that's the move my previous company was they had a lot of business in Colorado and they just got to a point where like, all right, well, if a third of our, workforce, all, all the, all the workforce is high. <laughs> fuck like, it. Everybody go home for the day. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I, I visited California or uh, Colorado recently, uh, Pagosa Springs. And I was just like walking down main street and you like walk by some lady's front lawn and they're fucking like rod eyed fence with just like weed growing up. It, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> such a different place. Dude, it's, it's cool it's so as different. shit, dude. So like, I, like we went to like a, like a brewery and there was like a patio on the outside and they had these weed plants. People just like grow up and like pick a bud. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, to be fair, it was just Randall and I smoking. Well, yeah. Yeah. Cause I, they're, they're on, they're on, on job. We weren't, we were on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> you're not on the clock. vacation with no fucking cell service. I, uh, yeah, when I, uh, go to California next month, it'll be, I'm going to try and hit up Evic and see what, I, I want to see the store. I Bro, dude, it. it looks really cool. I didn't, I didn't like fully get to see all of it. Um, like through the videos and everything, like you can get an idea of the store, but well, they're, uh, so when you walk in the door, I think you like break an early left and then you go straight to the show floor. Uh, there's like display cases in the like little halfway pass through hallway of like all of, like the the big like display guns like uh, mm-hmm. of like custom shit. Yeah, Which, they have the uh, the DMR vector in there. Yeah, mm. they've got uh, the uh, the mega optic 
rifle. Oh, Optic Thunder. Yeah, Optic Thunder. <laughs> I guarantee you the fucking uh, the the forty thousand dollar night visions in there. The one where it's just iPro, but it's blacked out, and they put uh, oh. glow in the dark stars in it. <laughs> I was like, dude, I I forgot who asked the question. I think it was somebody asked. Uh, I think George or uh, Maria. Uh, what happens when somebody buys one of those? Yeah, because they're listed on the website. Yeah, they're like listed as like buyable products. So if you had forty grand to drop, you could buy that dumb fucking night vision. Hmm. Which is like, what? What would do they refund you, or do they just send it to you and take the forty grand and run? Like yeah, they probably wouldn't let the order. I know for like, I know for like the ten thousand dollar patches, like the Gangnam patch, they uh, they just like cancel the order and yeah. send them like a free patch for like some different patch. Yeah. yeah. I would imagine that's probably what they do. Um, I mean, shit, I look, if I list something for 10 grand and you buy it, you're going to fucking get it. <laughs> I'm going to take your fucking 10 grand. Right? I'm going to fucking, oh, you're gonna get it. <laughs> Dude, no, nobody's bought our system. I, the, the ultralight yeah, RPK, the thousand dollar ultralight. Yeah. Look, if you, if I do end up listing something for like, over a thousand dollars on the company website you're getting that and then you're getting like a picture of my big toe or are, some shit are we gonna make special edition uh six millimeter podcast patches yeah <laughs> like as seen on gold, six mil gold leaf yeah, patches six mil. <laughs> yeah. listen for ten thousand dollars oh man we actually we're we need to get it worked up uh the uh the fucking i was here uh things for all the guests. Oh, yeah, yeah. For, yeah. Uh, for the mm-hmm. yeah. Like all the guests that come on, it's just like, it's like the only way to get it is to be on the podcast. Yeah, or pay us $10,000. Yeah. yeah. Hey. hey, dog, I'll, I'll take those nods yeah, real quick. No. Like, you know. Or or you pay us $10,000, you come on the show, and then you get a patch. <laughs> well, yeah, God, it's like a rap to, album now. I was about to the other day, dude. I was about to drop the, the money because there was a guy... There was a guy who was selling Anvis 10 quad tubes. Oh. And he had them listed for 10.5. And I was like. What was wrong with him? Well, two of the tubes were misaligned. So with Anvis 10, they take Anvis tubes, but the Anvis 10, for some reason, takes its own tubes. Well, if it would have taken just regular Anvis tubes. Yeah, you would have. I would have. Yoinked it and just traded them shits out. Because here's Mm -hmm. the thing. A lot of people see night vision as a huge expense, which it is, but... I mean, yeah, it's like a whole card down payment. But you also... Have you ever been... Do you look at watches? I... Look, all right. My dad... My dad... My dad got United Rewards, and he came home. He's like, hey, Pete, look at this. And he's like, showing me this Rolex. I'm like, Dad, that's fucking fake, dude. He's like, well, how can you tell? I was like, there's no real way to tell until you crack it open. But the fact that you got a fucking Rolex from United Rewards... It's not a real fucking Rolex, dog. Like that's like <laughs> half-assed. For some reason, you know, it's a it's a thing, right? To get watches that cost eight, ten, twelve, thirty, forty thousand dollars, and it's yeah. fucking like, chains, dude. I like I I became an adult and I treated myself and I bought a hundred dollar watch. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm still rocking my thirty dollar G Shock, right? Dude, Apple Watch. I look my yeah. my I got mine as a birthday gift and I lost my charger. So like I'll wear it out to like out of the house so that way my parents think I like I use it but it's just it's been dead for months. Like I charged it. Buy another charger. (laughs) I don't have money. 
I don't know where it went. It's somewhere your in my money? fucking house, huh? Oh, I thought you were talking I mean, about your money. This is this is a guy who lost the Glock in his bedroom. Yeah, yeah, I do. I've lost my Glock so many times. This was like before I found out I was a felon um, with it. <laughs> don't say that on the podcast. Oh fuck yeah! Well, I, I'm look. No, you're not a felon yet. Look, I you haven't been convicted. I don't have it in my possession you anymore. Been it went back to its original owner, so. It's fine. We we accidentally fucked up because so in the states you can do straw purchases, but you can't do overstate wine straw purchase. Well, uh, you can't do straw purchases. Okay, well, I bought a Glock. <laughs> I did a pri- we did private sale. Fuck it, I don't give a shit. Fucking come get me. You're gonna fucking find my legal AR. Suck my dick. Um, we we I bought a gun for my buddy. Okay, because he wanted to sell it. We were over state lines, but he had my ID. But the issue was is that if you buy it over state lines, it has to go through an FFL. We didn't do that. So I had his Glock for like months, and I was carrying it as like my carry Glock, not realizing that I am – if I use it, I'm fucked first off. Like so he messaged me, and he was like, hey. Uh, I mean they're, they're not going to really care. I know, no. Yeah, but somebody will. They're not going to be like – Where'd you get this? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Instagram took down my TW5 sale post. (laughs) Somebody's watching, dude. (laughs) There's always someone watching. Yeah. Like, shit, fucking some narc at Spotify listening to this, like, for quality assurance is going to fucking go call (laughs) the the ATF on me. Dude, I really hope whatever fucking Spotify listener, like, just really enjoys this podcast and listens to it religiously off the clock. Like, dude, it'd be super cool. Like, there has to be somebody at Spotify that loves fucking airsoft. I was like, Bro, Airsoft Podcast? Yeah. Like, but no, I was like, fuck, yeah. So I was poor at the time, and I uh, I forgot where I was going. At the time? Yo, I, I mean, look. Was this I'm, time, like, the last It was whenever I was going to Comic Palooza is mm-hmm. whenever I sold it back to him. We basically just reversed the transaction. And, uh, yeah, no, I was a felon for, like, all of like eight months you weren't a felon you i was a felon, a felon with hard air quotes yeah. you weren't a, you're not a felon until you're convicted in yeah but law. i definitely committed a felony <laughs> but been i have there. uncommitted the felony now been there done that i have reversed the <laughs> felony you cannot you cannot bounce me for something that has been reversed confirmed frost is a arms trafficker now yeah i'm i'm now a arms dealer hey look i've Trap. If you've listened, to you're that, not a dealer. You're just if a you listen to the podcast, you've definitely heard about my fucking glorious plan about smuggling AK-12s into the fucking uh, country. Oh yeah, is that we go we go to ENL and we just have them put them in there, but like you mix match the parts. So eventually, what you do is you get the set of ENL boxes shipped to your house, and then out of all of them, you disassemble all the guns and you put together back the parts and you have one ak-12 <laughs> yeah we have to get them from the ukraine down to like taiwan or japan oh the phone's phone's beeping you get down there and then you put it in a fucking airsoft box slap an orange tip on that bitch say it's a gas blowback and then send it boom you know i always I- wonder I feel like the custom agents will catch on. Yeah. You could probably do it only a couple times. Only if it gets sent to fucking Chicago customs. Well, but see, like, I don't understand. Like, what are they doing? Are they taking the gun out of the box and yeah. playing with it? Yeah. 
So like, the way they did it, uh, whenever Corbin ordered his uh, Glock MOS, he got shipped the gun. Like, Custom sent him his gun, but they sent him the lower. They only sent him the, the lower of the Glock because they were still, like, checking the slide. No, really? that was... Uh, he bought it from Ichigoya, and Ichigoya sent them separately, so it passed. Oh, okay. I thought it got I got thought it got shoved through customs, and like no. Oh. So his frame passed customs. His slide did not pass customs. Interesting. Because they shipped them separately. Yeah. Just because it's like it gets through customs I've easier that, that way. See, I'm I'm gonna send a lower over to Tackleberry, and I was kind of nervous about that. But honestly, I mean, if you can't see the gaping gear sticking out of the lower receiver. <laughs> <laughs> You probably Fuck, shouldn't be dude. handling firearms in the first place, but man, because I mean, like that's a, that's what I'm saying. What gun nerd is gonna work for TSA? Like, you nobody. know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, like yeah. nobody. I, well, I mean, I might. <laughs> oh, I need money. <laughs> TSA is pretty paying pretty well. I'll I'll definitely give you a reach around going through fucking. I meant okay. like one of y'all, not like the general oh, public. Uh, no. okay. They gotta pay for that shit. I, d- like, I definitely got a pat down when I uh, flew to Colorado. <laughs> what? I, I don't know why. I was just like, mm. they they saw you and they're like, he could be a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to stop wearing a schmog to the airport. <laughs> right. right, bro, it's my hijab, bro. Like, no, it's, it's just my... you. Like when you get those flights are cold, you just. <laughs> You wrap it around you? <laughs> no, I flew back home. With and then you start family. listening to, like, cultural music, and then, you know, you start singing it out loud, and then the, the airplane way. starts getting a little freaked out. Oh, dude, I do listen to, like, North African blues. It's fucking sick. <laughs> no you wonder you're getting fucking patted down. They've already flagged you, dude. You I, I'm on a list man. somewhere, I know. Like, shit, I got, sure. I got, uh, I got yelled at by TSA whenever I flew to Georgia, like my senior year of high school, because uh, it was my first time like flying, flying, like as an adult, and uh, so I packed like all my regular shit, like I was just you know going for a, like a, tr- a day trip, um, so I packed my shaving cream can, took, <laughs> took that out, packed my toothpaste, took that out. Fucking apparently my toothbrush was not within regulations either. I guess it had one too many bristles on it. Apparently I can Wait, fucking what? pick a cock, cockpit oh. lock with that. Yeah, they took my toothbrush out and they're like, "Do you have it like shaved into a prison shank?" I was it. Was I, it I guess it looked really sus uh, to them, but was like, it electric or is this regular toothbrush? Uh, it was a regular one, which is really weird. Okay. I dude, I the dude must have been a dickhead. Like either that or he had a really bad day. He was like, "Well, you're not TSA you're not taking the yeah. toothpaste, so you don't need <laughs> it's the toothpaste." Bad day. <laughs> yeah, and I was like so fucking pissed, dude, because I was like, "Well, now I can't shave, and now I can't brush my teeth." And they're like, "Well, you can just buy." I'm like, "Dickhead, I don't want to have to pay money to fucking buy shit again that I could have just taken on the flight." Like, it's fucking shaving cream, dude. Check it in, man. Like, you know what I would do? I would have been like, "You want me to show you that it's actually shaving cream?" Hit that fucking black button on the bottom and just dump it on their desk. <laughs> Like, just full. It's like, oh, it's got to be two ounces? Does <laughs> <laughs> that look like two ounces to you? Dude, I the, the regulations on that shit is so annoying. I don't know. It's, it's like, oh, it could be a bomb. Yeah, well, I could also have a bomb in my asshole right now, but you know what? Sure, pretty sure 9-11 happened with a knife. <laughs> just saying. That's true. Just well, saying. You can't have those. Yep. <laughs> just yep. saying. So, yeah, look no, at all happened. It was actually shaving cream was how they got those bombs on there. That's how <laughs> like, it was. I don't know. Eighty percent of it is theater. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be. Because I mean, I, I just think, flew. I flew with night vision 
you know, in my in my carry on, and like, I mean, clearly they can see that, like on yeah. the X ray. Like I, I just had it in a eagle nutsack pouch in my backpack. Yeah, like, clearly they could see that, and you know, because I was in line, you know, at the TSA, and they're like, "Oh, anything bigger than a cell phone needs to come out." And I'm like, "Fuck, does that count?" You got to fucking pull the knives out. It's like it's, my head, like, it's technically it's like, electronic, <laughs> and it's like <laughs> right, but you it's know. like it's a fifty fifty shot. It's like. A Dude, sometimes they, they don't it's smaller than a tablet. I, I just don't want to fly with airsoft guns. That's why I prefer to drive everywhere. Mostly because, like, I like flying. I think it's really cool. I also have an immense fear of airplanes, so I don't yeah. fuck with airplanes. But, um, you know, still getting over the whole height thing. But at this point now, it's like I have to go to Vegas in January, so I'm just going to suck it up. I'm going. Well, so like, my girlfriend's going to school to be a pilot. Well, she's in school, and she's, you know, getting her certifications to be a pilot. Is she also, like, afraid of heights? No, she loves them, dude. And I just have to, like, I, suck I, it up. and Dude, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it, dude. I'm like, You're like, oh, this is. I'm white knuckles in the seat. What's like, with everybody <laughs> becoming pilots right now, dog? It's A. Is, it, is yeah. it a thing? You should. Because, look, if you. I, if no. You can pass, if you can pass physicals. If you can pass physicals and like you have half a brain and you can do some simple math and calculations and stuff and Ooh, flight planning, that's where it gets hard. But like the it's, math it's, part, it's it's actual. Real Look life. about how much better of an arms trafficker you could be if you were a pilot. I know. Like I'm thinking about the night vision deals I could do. Like we can fly a little Cessna plane and like I get off with a suitcase. Dude, you know, what we I'm could fly to Mexico and the ATF would buy us the guns to bring back to the U.S. You're right. <laughs> Why are we not? Look, Dude, fast- all I'm saying is everybody is becoming a fucking pilot right now. Bailey's doing it. Your girl's doing it. Fucking eight I, people I know are being. is Bailey. What the? What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> all right, so Bailey and Bailey are both getting becoming pilots. Bro, that would be wild. Uh, uh, imagine two pilots, Bailey's, like both Bailey's being both pilots. And you're like, Bailey, the whole, both the cockpit turn around. And the navigator's also named Bailey's. So they're like, what's up? Like, it's just the triple B fucking cockpit right now, dude. No, my uncle's a pilot. Really? Well, both of my uncles are a pilot. Well, it's all right. So if my if my uncle marries his husband, is that also my uncle? Yes. Okay, so both my uncles are pilots for United. Oh, really? really awesome dudes. Fucking, I just I couldn't, bro. I couldn't. Like they're they're they travel so much. Yeah. Like, but they he was actually a part of the first inaugural flight from Newark to wherever the fuck i can't remember <laughs> newark to uh guam no hawaii newark to hawaii mm, i think the okay, first yeah. like flight front the direct flight for mm. there and uh so i was like dude what? Yeah. like i couldn't do that like they well, spend so much time like away from home yeah uh a lot of pilots prefer to do cargo yeah, exactly That's so because like. it's like a normal work day like yeah. you take off in the morning three hour flight to here pick pick everything up three hours back you're gone Yo. Seven hour workday, you're back home. Well, okay. So like, you know, that's one of the conversations I had earlier on with my girlfriend when she was telling me she was wanting to, you know, pursue that. I said, "Well, you realize that I'm not going to work, right? If you do that." And yeah. She was like, well, she kind of laughed it off, like, ah, yeah, And you're like, happen. "No, I'm not working." I'm like, <laughs> you know, just our relationship. There's no way that would work. It yeah. would not be successful. Like, mm, someone yeah. she wants pets, right? She wants all these yeah, animals. Yeah, but you're house. you're yeah. gone on work. Like, she's gone on you flight. You have to be like, a stay at home. Gotta be home, yeah. or else all that money you're making as a pilot's going to babysitters and house sitters, and honestly, it's yeah. just a waste of money, you know. And um, and she's like, well, I guess I guess that's true. And it's like, yeah. So being gone all the time. I mean, like my job, you know, 
there are some of my some companies that like are kind of a competitor for to my company. They have you travel a lot more. You're flying mm-hmm. a lot more, um, and that would suck because I mean you get paid more, but it's not like a pilot gets paid, so you can't justify yeah. really having yeah. to be at home. But um, especially now in today's times, but uh, you know with so with her being a pilot and especially a cargo pilot, mm-hmm. um, and also the um, requirements aren't as strict to be a cargo pilot. Yeah. So like you don't have to have so many hours and you don't have to have mm-hmm. so many accommodations and whatnot or accolades. Yeah. So it's pretty like, much everyone who's doing commercial flights starts in like cargo and freight. I mean, I, I'm, I told her, I was like, I'm, yeah. I'm down for it. I don't yeah. catch me. Yeah, I mean, I'm it's like, the same thing with like all the relationships I like go into. It's like the, the, the sit down conversation of like, all right, look, this is going to suck, but we got to power through it. Uh, are you okay with the fact that I may not come home one day? And she's <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, you answered that too quickly. <laughs> Think again. You are way too comfortable with <laughs> yeah, this. <laughs> I need you to be for certain that you are okay with me dying on the job and having to deal with all of my shit. Is that good? And they're like, yeah, and I'm like, all right, cool. One month in a relationship. Yeah, no, I'm not okay with that. Yep, all right, cool. Deuces. See you. Thanks for the sex. Awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, at this point, man, it's like. Relationships are hard. But dude, you know, I've, I've been, like, out of the game for, like, a year now, and I'm just like. You, life's getting to the point, man. You cannot live without having somebody else helping. Yeah. You can't yeah. anymore, dude. Like, you know, obviously with the cost of everything going up. Yep. I mean, you're talking. It's, it's rough. You can't. You can't. And honestly, that's one of the. That's actually one of the biggest reasons. That's like not, you know, just my sheer will of finding all the stuff. You know, like all the PTWs and night vision and stuff like that. Like having someone who supports it. It's a hard conversation going to your significant other and being like, "Look, I'm about to drop like six k." Yeah, on some some binoculars. And she's like, <laughs> "Why?" And I'm like, "Well." Cause I want to see in the dark. Yeah. It's like, you know, well, look, the theory is when somebody breaks into the home at night, I don't want to have to turn on the light. All right. So I'm going to just like buy this and we ain't going to say anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> just know I got Valentine's day covered for like the next six years. All right. Well, so like for me, I, uh, I still need to get one, but I'm going to get a, a, a cry nightcap specifically for that reason. Cause right now I use mm. my helmet. But the thing mm. is, is like, dude, the great thing about helmets is, well, they're obviously helmets, right? You know, the bullet stick and whatnot. But there is no good way to store a helmet. It just sits. Like, at home. Oh, like, yeah. Like, when you're trying, like, for for an actual, like, practical use of, like, you know, uh, you have it sitting on your nightstand or, you know, maybe you have it hanging up somewhere. But, like, it's just there. There is no good way to store it. Like, but if you had a nightcap with night vision on it, you could put that, like, you know, in a nice little area and it won't take up much space. But I have a whole, like maritime replica just chilling with night vision on a counterweight and you know contacts on it it's just for a actual like home defense like use it's not practical in my opinion you know mm-hmm. like you're not really thinking ballistic when you're talking when you know ballistic rated when you're talking like a home defense you know situation you're thinking oh i need night vision and a gun or night mm-hmm. vision and some sort of use some sort of you know protection so i don't know i i like the nightcap for that use because like i mean yeah I'm, i might use it at rdg but I don't plan on, you know, you going to an MSW with a nightcap on. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's not going to be comfortable, but in the sense of using night vision, 
and a, like a home invasion or something like that, it makes more sense to me than a full-on like non-ballistic or ballistic helmet because, dude, just I mean like, yeah, just and imagine. I mean, you have like on your nightstand next to your bed. Let's just say you a have whole your handgun. Helmet. Yeah, just a whole helmet. Like it's mm-hmm. not conducive. Yeah. Like, cause then you got to put the whole thing on, of course, and you know, it just takes up all this space, and it's an eyesore. If you have people coming and going, you know, which maybe you don't in your bedroom, but you know, like it's just an eyesore. Well, dude, know? my my bedroom is off limits anytime yeah. anybody comes over. Yeah. I mean, I, me too, cause I just got too much. Except for Jared. Jared's like I the just, only one. I just thought it's cause my my uh, everyone in my house was out of town uh, last weekend. And I heard like a bump in the night, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I'll grab my AR and just like set it on my nightstand next to my bed, and I'm like, "I should put a gun rack over my bed." <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta get the safe. You gotta get the vault underneath it so you can just put no. the mattress and fucking go. No, I just like I just want it like right above my headboard so I can just like roll out of bed, still under the See, covers. Yeah. We had a we had an incident in the neighborhood where uh, so I think I've talked about it in the podcast. I lived next to a halfway home. Oh. And mm, yeah. uh, so it's like users that are like getting over this shit. Well, talked about it previously. There's the the uh, owner of the house uh, was like standing out in the middle of the road. Like I lost one of my patients. I was like, oh dude, mm. that sucks. And he was like, no, no, no. I like physically lost my patient. And I was like, huh? <laughs> like you lost somebody? <laughs> well, sure, sure, shit. Uh, apparently, somebody was going on a manic episode the other day. And uh, the cops are out front, and I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to get my rifle. And I, was, I pulled out the mag, and I was like, why is this fucking empty? So I'm just, like, sitting there hand-loading 300 blackouts as fast as I can just in case. Fucking shove it in there, rack it, and just set it behind me at my desk. I was like, I mean, if they come in here, it's going to be a really bad day for them. Because, yeah. like, yeah. I, I don't we, – we've had that. Like, that happened whenever we were younger. There was a dude that was, like, fucking tweaking off of his fucking mind that like showed up at the front of our doorstep and my mom's just like on the phone with the cops and they're like letting you know if y'all don't get here fast enough i'm taking care of it because i got my boys home and he's going fucking ballistic and i'm trying to tell him to leave and he's not leaving and they're like okay ma'am don't do anything erratic and she's like i'm gonna shoot him if he fucking comes in and so like they fucking like express delivered fucking sheriff's officers to the house like, shit, my house got broken into uh, my sophomore or junior year, and it was by somebody I went to high school with. Nice. Like, he, they were just running through the neighborhood. They took my TV, no remote. They took my PlayStation 3, and they took my dad's coin box. What they missed was, my in my dad's sock drawer, was his Springfield XDM that was just slightly underneath the socks. No, they chose to leave that behind. <laughs> <laughs> they chose like, to leave that behind. Yeah. Dude, you could put that thing up against a barn and still fucking miss. Like I, they're fucking dog water, dude. They shot an XDM once in my life, and it was fine. Look, I no, I've shot an XDM, and I am exponentially less accurate with an XDM. That thing's gonna I, outshoot you. I shot the XDM, and I looked at the target, and I was like, "That looks the same as the 1911 I just shot." So. Uh, I, I, it was definitely easier with the 1911, but like yeah, that dude, the triggers you, are so bad. Do you have a, a can on your 300 blackout? No, you don't. Mostly because I don't have two grand to drop on a can. They're not two grand. They're like I, for the surefire. Like, they are. Why, why? <laughs> have to buy a surefire? Dude, get a dead air. <sighs> yeah, get a dead That's, air. Dev Grew's literally been posted with them. See, like, why would you not like? The dead I, I want to get a dead air, but like, I just don't have the money to drop on it right now, and I don't want to have to pay the tax stamp. 
or eight hundred dollars. Yeah, but it's like yeah, it's he like has brand negative with, nine dollars. Yeah, in his bank I, account. I I can check right now to see if anything has blessed my account lately, but I guarantee you it's still gonna say fucking negative nine. Like it's not gonna get better. It's gonna go. It's gonna go. Yeah, negative nine twenty four. Fucking Justin, dog. I am hurting. I don't even this know guy. what went yeah. through that caused that. It was probably fucking gas. Uh, you gotta, you know, and that's actually so funny. Story is when I I actually got out of airsoft because for about a six years when I was in college, because mm-hmm. and I actually kind of ruined a few friendships because like people were like, oh, man, why aren't you playing airsoft anymore? And I'm like, dude, I'm in college. Yeah, they didn't go to college, so they don't understand. Yeah, yeah. it's airsoft like, every weekend for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, they're living in that moment. They're like, oh no, this is what I do. This is fun. This is what yeah. I want my life to be, and that's fine. But like. That's no long yeah. lasting money. That's why I like I, I yeah. go into retirement from time to time is like why I do this more than I am on the field because yeah. like they're like, Well, you work all the time. I'm like, Yeah, but I guarantee you I'm pulling in more money every fucking two weeks than y'all are spending here every fucking week that yeah. I'm here. Yeah. Like I, I take retirement. That's why I enjoy Milson more than just casual play because it's like it's like a little mini like vacations and like a little mini deployments for me. Yeah. It's like fucking I get to go to like some wacky ass cool place sling bb's for three days and then go home like i spend maybe at most 300 bucks that weekend at most mostly because i like to buy a t-shirt and then i have to pay for my ticket right Mm now unfortunately but yeah yeah. dude but see that's the thing though milsom's gotten so expensive dude it's gone up fucking copperhead tickets i paid 180 versus the uh 150 no they're they're like 200 Oh really? Yeah, but mm-hmm. we we had uh we had our discount codes oh. to use. I think it was like twenty five percent off, thirty five percent off, which I have it's... to use for because uh, I'm working body, uh, for Body Armor Vent. Oh. Um, so I have to use mine. Uh, I, d- I don't fully know the uh, percentages, but uh, it's not an industry secret that industry guys pay less. Yeah. Uh, for events, I mean they're making you come out yes you're gonna get a fucking discount so it's not yeah. like i'm trying to withhold fucking percentages from you guys i just don't know how much it varies yeah. um but i mean shit i'm going to fucking shot show for free all the only thing i'm paying for is my plane ticket uh which that'll actually be really cool um i'm never gonna stop talking about that till fucking shot show happens <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, it's really, I, i'm like nerding out at the fact that i get to go to like a fucking gun expo i just want to experience guns concrete and porn like, come on. This guy. Dude, yeah. Fucking, it's always the porn convention that happens the same week as SHOT Show. Dude, you got guns and you got titties walking around the fucking strip, bro. I'm in my zone. Like, <laughs> d- d- uh, fucking. So, the thing is, is, I mean, SHOT Show seems like it's too much. Like, I feel like there's too much going on at SHOT Show to actually take in. And, like. Everyone there is promoting their hottest topic, yeah. you know, their hottest product. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, I just wish Spiritus would have stuff in stock. Like, that's all I ask. <laughs> Stop coming out with new stuff. Dude, just restock your stuff. You're in the pool with everybody that wants to buy Spiritus. Like, just stop making new stuff and just restock. Yeah. I Dude, it's everything's just innovate, 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 Same innovate, innovate. Pharaoh. Same with yeah. Yeah. Cry is a little bit better. Cry well, is better, I think, and keep stuff in stock. Cry is better because they have to not own. Well, the thing is, is Cry's been in it for a minute. They they've been around. Yeah. Like yeah. Cry is like when you look at it, like obviously you have LBT and you have Cry. They're the yeah. two top dogs. Like also, Cry has their own cut and 
Kunso. I don't know if Pharaoh and yeah, they might be they might be third partying it because Haley does everything in house. That's why all their shits in stock. Yeah, yeah, have you never seen the warehouse? No, it's, dude, their their business is like nothing but vets. It's like Black Rifle, but it's all in a fucking warehouse that they all like sit there and they're all fucking wasn't selling there, and doing shit. Isn't there a lot of drama behind Black Rifle? Yeah, I don't know what it was. Always always a bunch of drama. Everybody's going, going after going. him. Yeah, I mean it's oh. like it's like jo, jo, uh, Josh Warren and fucking his felony or oh. his DUI that he fucking got when he was helping his brother. Yeah, I I, I think the the Black Rifle had to do with the Rittenhouse situation i think is what it was but um yeah because they backed I, that him. was like the latest thing yeah yeah wasn't it i don't know no because they didn't back him oh because they're like you know they went against the whole like 17 year old kid shouldn't have been doing that and whatnot and what have you but i mean a lot of companies are like that like uh, team wendy dude dude i remember that was the hottest thing daniel defense mm-hmm. um, and then there was the drama with wendy about how they backed hillary well see that's what that's yeah. what i was mm-hmm. saying that's that's the same instance. That's and a David's lot of people, whole thing. Is it annoys well, me? The whole thing, like if you go on um, like night vision groups on Facebook, that's what everyone seems to be running is Team Wendy helmets, Team Wendy products. And yeah. It's interesting because it's like you do realize that like three years ago, you know they supported somebody who definitely does not want you to have that right. But at the same time, it's what I've come to find out was it was their parent company Avon. Mm-hmm. So that was who kind of introduced that whole situation and that's what i found out i was like oh well i guess that makes it a little bit better but still like you know you think she wants you to have night vision nope yeah, yeah but it's also like are you, can you really live your life and not buy products from right. any like companies you have stances you disagree with well so because like uh they have the it's like cam fit system for helmets that i really want yeah oh but dude like, buy yeah. it but I really wanted, but I didn't because of that all that oh, whole bro, situation. I I don't but give a fuck, dude. That that is the best fucking system. Yeah, yeah. I have the repro one in my bump, and I have the actual one in my airframe. Because really? like I, dude, I'm slowly progressing all my helmet builds to cam fits. Yeah. Like guys that want to buy helmets from me that like are like, I'll pay you to build it. I was like, all right, cool. Just know you're dropping 125 on a retention system. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, why? I'm like, because you're running nods, right? Yeah, you're gonna want that because yeah. it fucking, dude. It's that in the airlight pads. Yeah. They're yeah. god tier. I I like the M Tech ones, but oh my god, I get so jealous when I wear Austin's helmet. Yeah, I'm like, oh dude. It's well, does it help with fogging? Uh, no, right. no. Uh, dude, fogging is like a, a thing I've just learned to cope. Dude, but it sucks. You can't use nods. I because I'm sitting there like no, you can't wipe off the fog. No, you can't. It's, it's my it's my M frames. I cups. Eye cups, <laughs> dude. Just do the, do the I'm Sean like, Pros in two thousand. Just wear the fucking eye cups down, dude. I get a PBS seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not running eye cups, but I just I run a, a ball club, and that typically is what does. Yeah, it, at the same time, well, because it like generates the heat straight out your face. Yeah. And, well, and also all your breath goes like yeah, straight up. You're so, directing it all. But that's the thing. I mean, that's why I don't wear balaclavas at Milsom events, Justin. That's why you have two teeth. Shot out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I run, I run it with a. Mouth I'm guard. coping. Dude, yeah, I've I've got bad teeth, dude. Like, really, I mean, like, same. For some reason, they like structurally, they're just not good. So it's <laughs> like. You know, I'm always – I got two crowns, dude. It's just uh, – dude, I got, I got one porcelain. My mom saw the bill, and she was like, yeah, no, not good. 
Mm-hmm. I've actually got two chipped away. I got one in the back end that's like slowly wearing away. Like I was like I neglected my teeth when I was younger, dude. Yo. Like I destroyed them, and now I'm paying for it. Fucking, mm-hmm. I had one that fell out there in baseball, and I was like, oh, no, my mom's going to kill me, and it grew right back. So, like, I'm still <laughs> stuck in that thought process that my fucking molar's going to come back. It's not coming it's back, It's not dude. coming back, dude. I was like, oh, yeah, we always have backup teeth. We're like sharks. No. No. The shark's teeth are like auto cannons, dude. They just right back into place. <laughs> nah, humans, that shit, nah. We're, we we're, suck. We're done for, dude. Oh, uh, shit. Here, let's get another this one real quick because this is actually interesting lane was also like talk more about kit lane you can lick the underside of my taint we just did that look we just talked about kit for like yeah an hour and a half uh what do you think the next big thing uh will be in airsoft i, I said it as a joke earlier but i'm serious jelly ball <laughs> <laughs> honestly Dude, yeah blown up. You can it blown is blowing up and like you take a look at them they're just oh like board up airsoft guns yeah I so, hate. like, freaking, if Polar Star comes out with a jelly ball blaster, it's done. It is. It's, dude, yeah. it's Magdum City. I would oh, like yeah. To think, Fuck all these oh, eight-year-olds, yeah. dude. I would like to think, so it doesn't have to be gun-related, right? Like, no, nah, just, like, the next big thing in general. Next big thing. I mean, it's kind of already happening, but I would say a lot more custom kits. So, like, a lot more custom fabrications of, like, uh, guns and um, and like gear, so like you're mm-hmm. gonna see a lot of like butchered like 6094s and Spiritus and like chest rigs. Yeah. And, oh yeah. Um, like, like chopped guns and stuff like that. It's kind of already honestly, happening. Lane's been fucking pumping it, and yeah. this will actually be the nice little uh, kicker. So that way, when he messages me later, whenever I post it, he'll be like, "Wait, when am I coming on the podcast?" Uh, we're definitely grabbing Lane for the next one because uh, he's got a he. I didn't realize how far his outreach was, but uh, some of his sonar kits are actually uh, yeah. were at Copperhead, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" They're circulating. He's got a good yeah. business model. Yeah, yeah he's I was got like, a good business model. Oh. "Yeah." So yeah, he's I hate it because he wants. He's making me want to buy a stoner. Dude, yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Is it yeah, right, like right. Alphonse is so like, cool? Alphonse is so against the Stoner sixty three oh, too God. because he's like, it's just too small. I'm like, no, you're just too fucking big. Like, you are a large man. Like, everything is small to you. You grab a Coke can, you're, like, fucking eating a Tic Tac. All right? Shut up. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, for, I mean, Lynn, he's got a good business model, and I think you're going to see a lot more. I think that's the next big thing because Mm -hmm. people are growing old of the same stuff, dude. Like, you know, and again, there's nothing I give kudos to GMR. (laughs) <laughs> I, I hate that and I love that at the yeah. same time because it's like GMR's done this for a decade and that's been nothing what they do and yeah. you know you know GMR kids or you know Speedsoft kids you know whatever you want to say but at the same time it's like hey those guys they they did stuff based on the customization and based on innovations also um when you have like huge Instagram influencers, like, you know, all these gun guys talking about like posting these pictures of like these modified, crazy looking M4s. Yeah. And it's like, well, in Airsoft, you don't really need the practicality. So I think the next big thing is going to be mm-hmm. like custom chopped, like, yeah, guns. We're just and- going, well, dude, we're going straight into the year of chopped and screwed. <laughs> like, straight up. Oh, yeah. Like, I, dude, <laughs> I, I've been preaching it when I had a fucking saw. I was like, so I bought, I got a saw off my buddy, and he was like, hey, just do whatever you want. It's yours. I was like, all right, cool. 
oh, fuck, I can't put a Mark 46 uh, rail on this because it won't go on to the Mark 1s. So I was like, you know what? We're going to chop and screw this bitch. I ripped off the fucking side panels. Um, fucking was talking about welding a uh, Picatinny onto the bottom of it or at least tapping it so that way I could run a foregrip on it and uh, tapping a uh, Picatinny on the top so I can run a dot. I'm sad that I never got to fully go through with it because I found out more aspects of the gun that were fucked up. But holy shit, dude, that thing would have been baller. Yeah. Like I, dude, I, I'm, I'm calling it. Like everything's mm-hmm. like we're going into the into a crazy ass year, dude. Yeah, it's it's about to get really funky, and I'm I'm here for it. I was talking about Randall the other day about uh, how we could cut down his uh, shotgun, <laughs> dude. More, more chopped. I told him I'm or, just. I'll, I'll take a bandsaw too and just actually, cut the barrel in half. What? That's actually what my answer was earlier when you first asked was going to be airsoft shotguns. Yeah, yeah. Because um, you know they're not they're not really popular. You know they yeah. like, they, they are because they're they, cheap. They are, but they're, they're, it's like it's that very yeah. like you see them around, but nobody's like excited for them. Yeah, because like I mean I can't tell you the last time I saw someone using an airsoft shotgun like in a game. I, I mean, I don't see it here. I mean, I don't see it. When I've played the last yeah. few times here since you guys opened up a new spot. It was more prevalent at the old place. Oh, was it? Yeah, it see, was. Yeah. It was very prevalent. Because, I mean, like, I, dude, the AA-12 from Tokyo. <laughs> like yeah, The SGR-12. So, be, Matrix is coming out with a clone of that. Really? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey you're also mm-hmm. forgetting Sega 9. Yeah. Sega Night. They better make the fucking power mag for that. I want a striker, dude. The the, the street sweeper. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, they're out there. You just have to go find them. Yeah. Dude, if if somebody comes out with a semi-automatic M1014 oh, gas for Airsoft. Or, gas or uh, AEG? Either. It's, it's if, looking like If somebody like just comes out with an M1014, like, yeah. I, everyone will buy one. I want... So, um, doesn't... Is it APS... Someone has a shell ejecting gas shotgun. Yeah, it's APS. It's, 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 yeah, it can be seventies. Don't. Are they bad? Yeah. Don't tell me that. Don't. They're they're sick. They just like barely work. Yeah. When they work, <laughs> have you ever wanted to train yourself on shotgun failures? <laughs> That's how you do it. Same logic with PTWs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, no. The the APS is well. I mean, there's also the whole drama about APS and their shotguns. With them like catching fucking ATF guidelines, like yeah, yeah. ATF made them change the design. Yeah, because like yeah, all you had to do was like change out two parts, and then boom, you had a shotgun. Yeah. Well, ATF don't listen to my MTW stories. (laughs) (laughs) Don't just don't listen. I mean, they're definitely not forged receivers. Yeah, you definitely can't build a AR. Yeah, it's not like I don't have a drill. What? Yes. I mean, well, fuck, I, have, I can't talk about it on the podcast. Look, in the U.S., it's totally legal as long as they don't find out. As it's, you, d- you don't drill the three-hole. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, so what's hilarious is, is like, you know, I told people that, because everyone, you, you always hear airsoft companies say, oh, it's one-to-one, you know, it's, it's, it's really yeah. one-to-one. But no, the MTW truly is one-to-one. Like, mm-hmm. I, I literally put a real upper on it. Yeah, just threw yeah. stuff on it. Yep, it just locks in. And it just locked in, and it was the most solid gun that you could essentially buy. And mm-hmm. you know, it was like 
you know, there's so many other guns. PTWs are similar. They're a little different and out of spec because the cylinder has to go in. But, um, you know, the MTW was great because all you had, the only alignment you really had to do, since the Inferno sits in the charging handle, mm-hmm. the only alignment is front to back. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about the left or right like in a PTW. Because the PTW on the cylinder has a, a notch that slides into the groove right above the back lug slot for, like, the actual AR. Like, we put the pin in for the little back receiver pin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right above that is a little groove for the PTW cylinder that's in it. And if that's off at all, left or right, your your gear alignment's off. Because yeah. your gear meshes into the cylinder, of course. Yeah, it has to sit perfectly. Yeah, it has to sit perfectly left or right, or else your gears are going to be. Um, but, you know, like, the MTW... It sat in the charging handle. As long as you have a charging handle in the gun, the top pin, which is just a screw, but it basically <laughs> sits inside the charging handle and it doesn't move left or right. So, I mean, Jim's I'm still learning bits and pieces about yeah, that gun. I'm telling you, man, it's... <laughs> I'm also not used to it. So, whenever I pulled off the rail, um, the rail is like stupid light, by the way. Yeah. Uh, put it on mm, a AEG. Yeah. The AEG is now back heavy. Um, <laughs> uh, I uh, went to go like try to keep the barrel in because i don't want to like move the barrel um i'm used to you know how like ag barrels have that flat cut on the bottom of it mm-hmm. like that very like yeah uh theirs was like tilted to the left and like left yeah. 45 yeah they do it on the side yeah i was like why for, uh, the front wires yeah for yeah. The front yeah, wire i was like dude that's that's like it was weird man yeah they did i i noticed that the first time i took one apart yeah yeah uh, yeah, like, they, dude, they cut the like slot weird, bro. Yeah. on like, it's like 45 degrees instead of at the very center. So what I was going to do with my MCW before I sold it was I was, so you can get an MCX, like a real MCX upper, just the upper for about $560 relatively is it, is it not just a regular lower? Well, it's like a modified so, lower, right? So that depends. It's like, so... Yeah. The NSW dev group guys, when they use the rattler, they use Colt lowers, but they had to modify the hammer because the inside the MCX bolt has a safety. So um, basically, what was happening was was they would reg- they would use a regular LE like or military Colt lower, and they were getting hammer failures because the hammer was breaking because it would had to, it would meet extra resistance when it would strike the safety before it hit the pin. So they mm-hmm. had so Sig. What they would do is if you would go to, if you go buy a Sig MCX upper, you you buy the upper and it comes with the lower parts kit. Basically, it just replaces the stock hammer because they included. So they basically found that, that out. So when you see an NSW rattler, you'll see a regular AR or M4 lower, and then you'll see a stock MCX stock adapter that threads into the uh, the back buffer tube area, mm-hmm. and. So yeah, basically, basically you can build an MCX. Yeah, so I was going to build an off MCX of an MTW. off of an MCW because mm-hmm. what happens is is the MTW outer barrel is is perfectly specced as the same bore diameter as a real AR15 chambered in five five six. Yes, so that's how it was able to fit into the AR15 upper. So in theory, if you were to find an MCX upper that's chambered in five five six. You take the outer barrel or take the barrel off. You get the barrel clamp. You may have to do some dremeling or cutting of the MTW barrel to get the barrel clamp to line up properly. Yeah. After that, 3D print a couple pieces. Make sure your hop line is set. And now you have a MCX airsoft gun that's one-to-one scale and solid. I want to do it. 
So <laughs> I want to do it. So uh, hkparts.net yeah. is an extremely dangerous website. I recommend <laughs> you do not go there because you'll spend a whole bunch of money. Yes. <laughs> but, but you can buy a 416 upper. Mm-hmm. Fuck me, thing. dude. Yeah. Are you telling you me I could thing. build a 416? Yes. All right, honestly, so they, I don't know if you saw it, but they did it with the 9 mils. Uh, they did it with the Scorpion mags. Um, I think they're going to go to a 416 uh, MTW. No. I'm thinking. No. HK I don't think licensing. there's enough reason for it. HK licensing. But yeah, they, well, yeah. Well, you could get around it by doing I mean, it. Like yeah. Because basically mean, a 416, just don't put the trades on it. And you can get away with it. Um, does WeTech still sell their 416? Yep. They still sell it? The, yeah. The Wii 888? Eight, eight, eight. Yeah. So they still sell them overseas, but in the States, uh, I don't think they sell them. No, uh, we, we only, we only have the licensed ones yeah. uh, in the States. I think yeah. some of the WeTechs are sold in the States with HK licenses now. Oh, yeah, uh, they have them. Yeah. So they have the fully marked ones, mm-hmm. and then they have the non-marked ones. The fully marked ones are still against it because I don't think they're paying for that uh, trademark. I don't know. I well, think so. Are they? I, yeah. You would think that WeTech's making enough money they would cop a trademark. No, because Umarex has Well, it's basically they – yeah, Umarex has a license, but – Basically, Umarex has to buy them from WeTech and import them into the U.S. And they have VFC already doing guys yeah. with my 416. Yes. So, so basically, they, they're they only importing WeTechs that they don't have VFCs for. Which so like buy, the G3s. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. licensed G3s in the U.S. are WeTechs. Which, by the way, that 416 was absolute fire at the open. You guys had one here at the uh, the open, like the grand opening. Mm. Or Elite Forest brought one. I just want the 417, dude. That would be sick. I just want a 308 AG. I may know a guy who's selling one. Like a, I got a lot of old dogs. Like, like a GBB? Yeah. I may know a guy. I'll have to ask him. I'll have to ask him. Oh. But um, I, uh, you know, speaking of 416s, the how kit for. Uh, if you're going to if you're gonna build any HK416, how is the way to fucking go, dude? So I've got a guy in Dallas who's my pretty much my mentor with ptws and uh he has a how built 416 and um he uh and he's helped me troubleshoot a couple problems but um he uh he showed me the how 416 he came down uh, to houston and played one of the uh, one of the first weekends you guys had opened um and uh dude that thing was so sick he was like, you need to buy a 416. He's like, don't build an Empire. Oh, yeah. He builds for us. I was like, but dude, it's $1,500 just for the kit. And he was like, he was like, yeah, but it's made one-to-one just like the real 416 is. And I was like, oh, that's true. Yeah. I was, I was going to buy it, but ultimately I got – so I got into PTWs just before Sistema announced they were going to stop making bodies. Mm. They were going to just start their do their Infinity kits. Yeah. So just before that, um, that's when I got into the PTW game. I haven't been in it for very long, but like I said, I've been you know, watching. This yeah, fucking yeah. gained enough knowledge for like thirteen lifetimes. Um, but you know, here the thing with them is, is they're trying to keep up with the new AGs, right? With mm-hmm. the new AG stuff that's going on, the MOSFETs, the, the boards, and triggers, yeah, micro switch, optical yeah. triggers, yeah. 
But you gotta understand that PTW's been doing that for since 2007. Yeah, I've been got, doing it for a minute. I finally found a, a actual, actual Systema branded M4, and I bought it the other day. And I bought it not because of the gun, but because it came in the original box. Mm. Mm-hmm. I pretty much bought a full PTW just for the box. <laughs> I feel stupid for it, but hey, we're here, we're living. You know what I'm saying? My bills are paid. So <laughs> my bills are paid. So my bills are paid. not paid. <laughs> that's why I'm not out of here buying fucking original box fucking Tokyo Maruis, dog. But, hey, it's it's crispy though. I will tell you, and it, it's cool because like I don't know, man. Like I said, just since I was like <laughs> fucking guy messing around, dude. Something else, dude. I, I am. You gotta get uh, into it though, man. I, I mean, yeah. Have you shot mine yet? Yeah. You have? Yeah, because uh, I, I shot the MP5. Yeah, the MP5 is nice. Yeah, the MP5 is nice. Dude, they, they, it's like, it's what makes AEGs fun. Yeah. Is that, like, just the the high performance you can get with it? Like gas blowback. All right, cool. Realism. HPA. All right, cool. I can shoot fast. But the fact that you can make a something that has to physically move something. And, like, you got three gears in that bitch. You got a motor shoving into it, and you got something that pulls it all the way back and slaps that bitch forward. You can make that bitch shoot fast as fuck. That, it's like it's like working on a car. Technically, there's four gears in it. In the, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, in, like, a standard AEG. Yeah, there's four gears. Yeah, there are. <laughs> Forgot that one's a bevel gear. Bevel gear, there's... spur gear. Pinion, pinion on the motor, and uh, bevel, spur, sector, sector. That's the one I was forgetting. There's and then you have a rack on your piston. Yeah, that doesn't count as a gear, right? It's, yeah, it's like teeth. It's like a flat gear. Okay. It's like you took a gear and unwrapped it. P- PTWs have <laughs> nine, nine teeth, nine gears, nine, nine gears, nine gears. Nine gears. They have one on the motor, the um, helical gear. They have the planetary gears. Well, so you, have, so you have the four little gears inside the main sector gear. And then the sector gear is basically on a spindle that has another gear. So that's... Bro, it's six. like a fucking bowling machine. There's six in there. Not right yet. there. And then you have the gear motor. And then if you count the piston teeth. And then there's another gear. I can't remember what the name is on in the gearbox. So you have basically the motor gear, one gear, another gear... And then a sector gear with the four gears inside of the sector gear, and then the gear teeth. So that's nine, eight or nine. Fuck. And the gearbox yeah, is it, this big. Yeah, because the sector's a planetary, <laughs> so it's got teeth on the outside, teeth on the inside. Ah. And then okay. there's four. But planetary similar to like inside. how our bowling machines work. But work. you yeah. know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? They don't strip gears. So they have more gears than a regular AEG, but they don't strip gears. How is that possible? Well, well, I'll tell you. More teeth less the load's distributed across exactly. yeah. exactly. gears. So you know, because when is, you do like 12, 12 teeth on a gear, that's twelve teeth taking resistance. When you can jump that teeth the ratio up, and but at the same time, yeah. At the same time, though, PTW cycle like instantaneous, just like a SSG does or or DSG. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like yes, there's more gears to take the grunt of the work, but they're also taking more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. They have to spin yeah. faster because we have to run huge batteries in PTWs. The people who who don't run the sufficient battery are the ones who complain about the performance. Yeah, yeah. Now I will say too, so the cylinder you should you should look up how PTW cylinders work. 
the cylinder the cylinder actually detaches from the piston head. Like so the cylinder head actually detaches from the piston head. The piston when it when it comes back, it actually there's a there's an O-ring on the inside of the piston head, and basically, so if you imagine a cylinder head, like it's it's got you got the like flat part and then it's got the nozzle, right? Yeah. On PTW, it's also got another nozzle going inward. So basically, on the tip of that nozzle, there's a lip, and basically it locks into the cylinder, and there's by O-ring tension. And when the gun cycles, it pulls back the piston, which pulls the cylinder and piston head apart, and then that it comes back, and that air seal is what creates like and pushes propels the BB out through the hop up through the inner and whatnot so it's actually the the um because in a regular aeg you have the piston yeah and, and everything and it travels through it and the piston has what has the o-ring creating the compression yeah. right in the cylinder mm-hmm. that air is forced through the air cylinder you know and whatnot well on a ptw all that's inside the cylinder right but the cylinder head stays where it's at similar to you know a regular aeg but the piston head is essentially attached to the cylinder by the o-ring tension so it kind of separates and then it comes back and then that internal like o-ring creating that air seal is what propels the bb but that's also kind of the Fucking downfall science it's the downfall of why they have lower air volume so when you, you they can't push yeah. heavier weight bbs like mm-hmm. a like a aeg probably could but even in an aeg i probably wouldn't you know hpa guns i probably yeah. would or gas blowbacks yeah because you can throw a 3.8 hella far with a uh, hpa but you got to do a lot of work in AEG. yeah and by the time you beef up the compression you're talking a lot of stress on an aeg yeah so i wouldn't i i just wouldn't personally but i mean look if you're hitting 200 feet accurately i mean you're hitting somebody every time at 200 feet in airsoft i mean you yeah know, like most places you're probably not going to be hitting people 300 feet. Like, yeah. you just can't imagine, like, you know, I mean, even at tanks or something like that, I mean, 250 feet is plenty, plenty. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. you just need to move up, you know what I'm saying? You need to move locations and get a better angle on them. But, you know, PTWs, dude, I'm telling you, like, again, this is, the, they were created back in mid-2000s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And that technology is, is just now, essentially, the last two or three years when AEGs have really ramped up. Yeah. You know, because there was a transition where, like, all the Speedsoft kids, you know, like, I call them that, and a lot of people say as a negative, like, a negative term, but, like, it, you know, that's a, that's who they are, and that's the thing. They they revolutionize a lot of airsoft guns because, oh, yeah. like, they, you know, they, the way they play the game, it changes, yeah. you know, like, it's different than a milsim. Yeah, it, it pushed we, the technology exactly. so much We, we talked about they that were trying all the way to do back in episode one. Such a different thing with the guns. Yeah, so, you like, know. That's a callback. <laughs> Wow, (laughs) that's a massive callback to episode one. We talked about that with Condor and how uh, Airsoft kind of helped Condor innovate just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I mean, yeah, you can get, like, boots on the ground perspective from it. But, like, you know, you got Airsofters running this shit daily, like every single day almost. Like, Mm -hmm. how does it perform when you're putting constant load and abuse on it? Like, that's why I, like, fuck with Condor now. Like, the new belts hot their lcs's lcs's the cover ones i don't know the cover right. belt buckles with the laser cut yeah lcs yeah I'm not like sure. they're 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 not bad i still yeah. would take eagle over condor yeah but yeah but if if you didn't have the speed soft green scene grow as much as it did you yeah. like we wouldn't see like 10.3 to 1 gear ratios or dsgs or any of that micro switch yeah. triggers yeah you really like, want because Polar Star, it, it's pretty much oh, Polar yeah, Star. That, 
Yeah. And a lot of guys will run SSGs as a backup to the Polar Star, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like that only really came up the last two or three years. But yeah. before that, you were going to spend stupid amounts of money to build a DSG because mm-hmm. it wasn't as prevalent. But you can also DSG a PTW, which mm-hmm. is just insane. Oh, my God. It's just insane. I'm going to do it once I get a Tackleberry gearbox but or a Tackleberry motor. But yeah. um, uh, I, uh, I plan on getting a spare lower for when I go to um, RDG. CSA. Yeah. I probably won't get it in time before Reindeer Games. But yeah, dude, we're we're rolling so deep for reindeer. Dude, we got so many people. Like <laughs> I, I, I want to go. I still don't know if I'm going. Dude, I'm like on like I'm borderline going insane. I've been having like panic attacks lately. Like over I'm, reindeer games. No, just what? like <laughs> fucking. Uh, there's a lot of shit like my phone bill and I, like me not oh, having money. Shit, your, like uh, uh, causing it. Bro. But like everybody's okay, yeah. just like fucking messaging me, and I'm like, it. I I had a fucking borderline panic attack last night. I was like sitting at my desk and my chest was getting so fucking tight. And I was like, oh fuck. Like, oh fuck. And so I just went and got a drink of water and I went and laid down and I just like put my phone away from me and I was like, fuck this shit, dude. Yeah, that's good. I was like, fuck. Like, but like, nah, dude, everybody, like, I'm still getting messages. You don't have to go to reindeer games. I do, though. It's the last one. Okay. Like, it's tradition. All right. You don't <laughs> fuck with tradition. Believe okay, it or fine. not, this is my first milsim. Believe it or not. Oh, yeah, because you did, mostly did MSW, right? No. No? Never been MSW. What? Never been. Never been. Oh, yeah. The two times I tried to go to MS, MSW uh, or AMS. What the fuck was that? I don't know. I think it was on the mic. Okay. Um, the last uh, two times I uh, tried to go to AMS, they were it was canceled for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Like last minute, my buddy who was driving couldn't go. Yeah. Um, or, uh, you know, it was canceled. Because one, I was going to go to Broken Home, and then I was going to go to the one that was in the junkyard in Oklahoma. Um, in state, or... What was it? What is it called? It was in, it, it was cold. I can't remember what it was called, but it, they don't do it anymore, I don't think. Oh, that for sure it was in Oklahoma. But, yeah, it. Um, I was going to go to that one, and, again, it was just... I couldn't end it up. The transportation yeah. didn't work. Because I was young. Like, I was like... Mm-hmm. 17, 16. Yeah. I didn't have like the means to drive five hours away, you know, in my shitty ass like 1993 Mazda <laughs> coupe. That I had. No, like, there was no Dude, I do it in drive. a 08 FJ, all right? I don't want to hear it. All right, that, that's that, that, a that, dangerous vehicle on the road. <laughs> I know, dude. <laughs> how, all right. How, how long did you run out without oil changes? Eight months. <laughs> how many miles, dude? <laughs> Uh, so you when, went over 10,000 when we went to no Southern tires. front Two, I hadn't had new tires. I hadn't had no alignment. I also had like 20,000 miles already put down with no oil. And then we drove up to, uh, to D 14 for Southern front Two and back with no oil change. And then I proceeded to do that for 24,000 more miles. Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly, there was still there was still juice in that fucking oil pan. <laughs> it was not dry, dude. Toyota, Dang. dude, they fucking go. Yeah, I, I'm uh, almost at three hundred thousand miles on that thing now. Really? Yeah. You could probably still sell that thing for thousands. Oh yeah, I can still get like oh, yeah. nine grand out of it. They're still pretty desirable. It's insane, dude. Because it's because it's, it's, it's four wheel. It's insane. That's why I can get more money out of it. Yeah, and it's I, a Toyota. So. Yeah. 
I don't miss my Tacoma though. I dude, I I don't like Tacomas. I don't I don't like the new ones. They're too big, way the, too big. Oh, the new ones are way too big. Like the hood. Why is it that big? Yeah. Like, dude, it's like a fucking island. Like you get you get the upridge, then you get the middle upridge. I'm like, I can't even see a fucking well, like, like smart car in front of me. Yeah, uh, the the Ranger did it right. Yeah, my dad has. A yeah, Ranger. the Rangers. Like, yeah, dude, I, I want a new Ranger. I, he, I want to replace mine. If what, they sold the Ranger Raptors in the U.S., I would have one right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Well, see, what's crazy is is like the the reason why the Ranger is better than the Tacoma is because it drives like a car. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which so is insane. Smooth. Like, oh, you know, there's a whole bunch of people. yeah. And like it's, Tacomas it's are famous ride. for being like easy to drive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I tell you, my Tacoma, it was so rough on like on the roads, dude. Like really? you would drive like on bumps, and it just yeah. broke my back. Like I don't hmm. understand it. You fucking it blew your back out. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't you? Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, yeah, that blew his back out. Man, but <laughs> I um yeah, I don't miss it. I don't miss that car or truck. I miss my Ranger. I had a 06 Red Ranger that found out what the meaning of Dodge Ram meant. This guy. Uh, so basically to give more information as to what happened. So I uh I got into a car wreck back in like 2018. Uh Three months prior to my wreck, we had just did a full engine swap to a brand new one because I neglected my oil change. And uh, <laughs> try- <laughs> That's the title of he, he never learns. He never learns. He never learns. I uh, I dried out my uh, my rockers, which then blew out my lifters while I was trying to go to an airsoft game in Conroe. Uh, so I'm doing like 85 down 45. And then in like a half second, I'm now doing 65. And then in another half second, I'm now doing 45 miles an hour, and it's not going any higher. I turned a V8 into a V2 real quick. (laughs) An eight-cylinder vehicle into a fucking two-cylinder. Basically, the truck was so loud, the homeless guy on 1960 while I'm at the Exxon off of 45 could hear me coming. Uh, I got into the driveway, uh, took my mom's Mustang up. And then uh, came back down, and we took it to Ripley's. And uh, he was like, "Dog, you you blew you blew some shit out." And I was like, "Yeah." And he goes, "See that? Out. It's not supposed to do that." And I was like, "Uh oh." <laughs> so yeah, we spent like three grand on a new engine block, and uh, got yeah. into a car re- car wreck three <laughs> three months later. You know, you know how they say like. The, there's the phrase like throw a rod through the block <laughs> <laughs> like he literally threw the whole rod through the block Man. it was gnarly dude yeah i know I, I i make sure to get the oil chains on. i need to get an oil change on it now fucking i don't know why the light came on it, it's good up to 1500 miles past not <laughs> all, damn near thirty thousand miles past the number but you know I mean, honestly, like having a job that gives me a company vehicle is a huge save. It's <laughs> a huge save. God damn it. I, dude, I want yes. one. I just want to be able to, like, have a cop car on standby so that way I could just, like, take it somewhere and just be like, all right, cool. I don't have gas. I can, I can use the fucking I don't think you can do that. <laughs> I don't think you My can do that. My dad does it all the time with his work truck, yeah, and it's long? a fire vehicle. <laughs> It's a fucking department oh Chevrolet, bro. I sold I sold my personal vehicle when I got this new job, and uh, dude, that's how I bought night vision. 
Because you're not uh, spending money on fucking gas. Yeah, sign on bonus and sold my car. God damn. So, yeah. like, what's the job? Yeah. Real quick. Like, like, can they hire, like, Joe Schmoes off gotta, the street? You got to get some chemistry, dude. Hey, bro, I... That's why I tell my, people. My dad is a hazmat technician, dude. I can fucking get a quick course on it. Right on. A lot of the guys I work with like, are ex-military, and they... Uh, I know... Well, one of the guys like I work EOD. with... Uh, no, actually, um, he worked on... Um, He's an aviation mechanic. And I wouldn't have thought. What's his name? Stephen Drummond is his name. Is but that he, not the guy that we met at the fucking bar? It might be. Hold up. I think his name is Stephen. Hold up. Is he ginger? Is he is he a ginger with glasses? I wouldn't say he's a ginger. Okay. I wouldn't say he was a ginger. Stephen Drummond. Kind of, maybe. But, like, he... Um, okay. He uh, he's not from Houston area though. He's from uh, okay. Shreveport, but he comes down to Houston. Oh, I was like, is he from Guadalajara? No, <laughs> <laughs> lives in Ohio. No, um, but he uh, he was an aviation mechanic, mm-hmm. and um, he was talking about how much stress it was, and I was like, I never would have thought about that. But he was like, uh, dude, you have an hour and a half to get do a, like a, a post flight eval and fix anything on these planes. Yep, and he's like, if you don't like do it exactly like how it should and it comes back with like something happened they like the faa comes and like locks your toolbox up when you're under investigation for weeks and like Mm -hmm. like i was like dang i was like he's like yeah the stress was just it was so high and i was like well that sucks definitely don't remind me remind me not to be yeah that well that's what john did uh the uh yeah tall tall black guy I used to work for uh, Evic. Not long dreads, but short dreads. Yeah. Yeah, he was a uh, he was a mechanic as well. Right on. Yeah. yeah. He was like, dude, we were all at the, at the bar. And uh, so, small fucking world. We're out there with our buddy Dallas's friend. And he's uh, he was talking about how he was a, a, a fucking B1 mechanic. B1 mechanic, yeah. Mm. And so we're like, oh, that's crazy. Like, oh. That's we crazy. worked. We with, know a B one mechanic. Yeah. And he goes, "What's his name?" And we go, "Hanchet." And he goes, "No way!" And like, so we called John to get to that bar like ASAP, and we just like reunited two guys that haven't seen each other in forever. That's crazy. Like, yeah, they, they hadn't met since John got out. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, I I wanted to be in the military. Um, wanted to I do Marsoc. I wanted to do Marsoc. Really? Yeah, I, um, either that or Navy SEALs. I, I wanted to be a PJ, actually, because I wanted to go to med school after. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got, I got in trouble and couldn't join military. <laughs> See, I just have ADHD. Oh. And I'm fat. <laughs> I, mean, I, was, I was out of shape, but I was willing to do anything and everything. Yeah. You know what I'm well, like, they have those, like, courses now that, like, like the programs. Oh, they'll, they'll get you in shape. Yeah. Because, I mean, I wanted to do it. And because when I was of that age, uh, uh, Inside Combat Rescue was a, was a brand new show. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. Was, was talking about it. And all the PJs had, like, their block one and a half, like, M4s and stuff like that. Um, and JPCs and whatnot. And I was like, dude, that shit's sick. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had a friendly friend growing up who was a PJ. Really? And he was, he was a fucking badass dude. Bro, I, I, I originally actually wanted to do EOD before I wanted to do, like, special warfare shit because of the fucking uh, show on uh, History Channel, the EOD show. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was so, like, bro, it's fucking sick. Funny story, my mom actually was uh, stationed in Indian Head, Maryland, where they do a lot of the EOD training. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
she told me growing up, she's like, if I ever catch you wanting to do you, do you kick your ass? <laughs> and I'm like, she's like, those guys are but suicidal. It's, but it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. I mean, honestly, yeah. Like, that's got to be one of the most fun, like, things ever. Yeah. You, Although, a lot of people talk on them, talk shit on them, but Coast Guard, dude. <laughs> dude. You got to talk. Yeah. That's, that's. You know, you that's know the owners, be, you know the owners of Coastie, right? Really? Yeah. yeah Kurt. I yeah, he's a fucking coast dude. I have mad respect for those dudes, yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh, Grant's a uh, coasty, the dude that does the stream stuff here. Right on. Yeah, yeah. he's a coasty. It's worth. Yeah, he does like to be able to dive and swim in that. He does some some fun shit yeah, for the navy, oh, man. or for the coast guard. That's all we can say. Yeah, it's all legally allowed to say. <laughs> say he does fun shit for the coast guard. We probably said too much. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of not editing this out. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go in and listen he's, for it. He's going to listen to this and he'd be like, Frost, what the fuck? <laughs> Jokes on you. Think he's going to listen to this podcast? <laughs> no, um, yeah, but mad respect oh. for those guys. Yeah. Um, ever since I saw that movie with Ashton Kutcher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, what was that? That was, that? Uh, that was, that was called uh, The Guardian. The Guardian, that's right. Oh, oh shit. I was thinking of. Uh, Fuck what? Uh, it's not tsunami. It's um some eighties Indian film. No, it's uh it was um the 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 greatest wave. Oh yeah, the one yeah, about yeah. the the fishing boat. Yeah, I just saw out. that like yeah. last week. Yeah. yeah, I just saw that like. I was last like, week. bro, only movie to make me cry so far, <laughs> except Crazy Rich Asians. Look, what? I'm a sucker dude, for rom. What? I'm I'm a what? sucker for romantic movies, dude. Like, all right, I the, give the off this. Side, I, not, yeah, not, dude. Not, no normal, like, nah. Movie. <laughs> I mean, well, American Sniper got me instead of fucking Lone Survivor, but that's to be expected. Dude, Lone Survivor got me. Fucking uh, uh, Deepwater Horizon got me. But nah, dude, I give off this big front that I'm this, like, big hard ass, but, like, deep down, I'm actually a softie. Like, I, I, I love you, too. Yeah. <laughs> no. I don't like Marley and me, no dude. I don't think of it. Oh, well, well Marley like, and me. If Marley oh. and me doesn't make you cry. Like, <laughs> the bridge to Terabithia, dude. So oh, dude. Talk about it. Talk oh, about it, dude. That's fucking. <laughs> had to bring up bridge to Terabithia. Dude, you want to talk about a movie that'll make you cry. There, there you go. I'm going to put this in the title, Movies That Made Us Cry, but it's going to be on the very tail end. So like, yeah, they're going to be like, when do they start they talking about, about movies? When do they start talking about movies? <laughs> no, honestly, that's, that's. Well, we talked about Schwarzenegger earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So. I I spelt his name so bad. <laughs> I spelt his, not this, like this as long as you don't put an I. No, no, no. There was no I. I just put I put like S W A, like Swartz, N E G, and then I just hit enter. Schwarzenegg. Yeah. I was Google like, knows, man. Yeah, dude. They know. Like, look, we'll give you a hand. Yeah, that's why anytime you start a sentence with S W, it pops up his name right away, so you don't have to fucking look for it. Like, dude, how do you have? That, this is why I don't spell fucking, like, any, like, name that's not from this country. Like, fucking, <laughs> like, fucking Walter, bro. Fucking plant, plantation. What? It's, it's like Plantaniga or whatever, or, like, Plantiga. I don't know. Every like, time I say his last name, I just call it a different word. Like, this, this, like, today, it's plantation. Walter plantation. Well, um, tectonics. Plate, plate tectonics. Plate tectonics. <laughs> Walter plate tectonics. Could you imagine having a job like uh, one of the people at the airports who has to call like people's names? Like, oh, you're gonna, you're board, oh. now boarding. Like, could you imagine? Like, <laughs> oh god, yes. <laughs> now over the whole airport. Ladasha. <laughs> yes. Would Playa indeed please come up to the stand? 
There was yeah. there actually was a kid named Player Indeed. Playa Indeed was his name. Went to Decaney High School. Decaney High School. Yeah. So like I moved to Houston two years this November. Okay. Y'all so have the biggest high schools I've ever seen. Yeah, They're dude. Fucking big. Have you seen Klein? No. Oh, dude, go go down to Klein, dude. Like it's like so. Go on the water and take it all the way to forty five. You'll you won't miss it. It's this big fuck off four story building. Yeah. My my, whole, my high school had like four thousand students, and that was like moderately sized in Virginia. See, I, I my my graduation class was like six seventy eight. Dude. Yeah. That's nuts. I had ninety five yeah. kids in my class. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think only Dude, I will never understand small towns. I mean, I will not. I, I, it's hard to wrap my head around the fact that like, like the, my, the truth I, behind the I statement. I grew up in a small town. I was like a DC suburb, and it was. I, like, but still, like, I mean, that's well, how so big was your people. graduation class? It was like a little over a thousand, or it was like it was less than a thousand. It was like nine hundred something. Out of a graduation class? Yeah, that's a lot, though. That's more than mine. Is it? I was six seventy eight. Was it? You like you just said like less than a thousand. I yeah. feel like there was more in your class, bro. I do, so when we started I out, like this, when we started out class. freshman year, it was like eight forty one. That number dropped hella fast. I would say about a quarter of people okay. drop. Honestly, I would oh say yeah, probably average. Yeah, quarter, quarter of your class is not going to be there by the time you finish high school. Yeah, well, say it's probably, uh, the thing was is like the reason why it was so big was because so with Spring ISD. There's Westfield, Spring, and Decaney. Those are the three main schools, like oh. the three high schools. Um, all of the other middle schools, like, they feed in. Um, well, then they added Winchy, which was, like, a fine arts and extracurricular academy. So, like, mm-hmm. you could take your law enforcement classes there. Should have fucking done that. Um, you can take your fire science class. Like, you can get, like, a mechanic shop class. All the shit that's supposed to be in a high school is in this other high school that you have to apply to get into just to be able to like have to take your main classes either there or at your home school. Mm-hmm. So like all my friends, they all started going to Winchy. And so it was just me and my best friend Jordan at the time. And it was just me and her. So like we're stuck here at our main high school while all of our other friends are off at the other fucking high school doing fuck off shit so we were like, fuck it. It's just us. We doing this shit. And the only time we saw each other was for band. So I was like, fuck, this sucks. So, yeah, it's like Houston is fucking weird with yeah, schools. I was talking to Lane, and, I mean, he's, talk- he's over in the Katy area. Yeah, well, he was what, fucking, uh, did he go to Katy High School? I don't know. Like I'm not fucking, try I, I mean, he's he's just gonna message me. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna message me and be like, "Dickhead, I went to I went to so and so." He does this every time. He he'll listen to the episode and start texting me about the episode. I'm like, Lane, I was in the episode. I just, just shut up. Why? Yeah, like, um, like I wanted to do that, but I couldn't. We're putting him on a pedestal for the next episode. You know what I'm <laughs> oh yeah, dude, we're 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 building Lane up so big so that way whenever he comes in, he just belly flops the fucking shit. Oh I, man, I was telling him, I was like, dude, yeah, graduating class was like under a hundred kids, dude, and I'm pretty sure only fifteen <laughs> of us went to college. Like, seriously, yeah, the rest like, went to the oil field or out. To no, ag. no, they just went to work at Price Chopper or Walmart or some wow. store in Kansas City. 
they just that's crazy or they ended yeah. up in jail. my uh my graduating class was like 780 yeah something. so you were slightly bigger than me uh, did you just like look that up yeah Huh? I got a computer in front of me. Yeah, but like, how? <laughs> Where'd you, you find Google that number? High school class of whatever. Hey, look up Westfield class of 2017. Freaking dox yourself. I, I, they don't know where I live yet, so. <laughs> I mean, it's close. Uh, <laughs> you just gotta look for the FJ in the driveway. This guy. Right, we're gonna come uh, to your house. <laughs> we're gonna get pyro shot through my windows. A tag round. Oh yeah. Also, <laughs> my computer is about to die. I got seven percent left. So. Sorry, we got it. R.I.P. We got to wrap her up. Yeah. It's like a three-hour fucking episode, dog. Holy shit! Yeah, that got yeah, away from almost, us. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Well, that's a good spot to end it. Then, uh, fucking uh, new sponsor. Of the podcast is uh, it's Flippers on Instagram. Uh, we'll have him tagged up in a post uh, from here on out for every episode he sponsors. Uh, make sure to use code six MMPOD when checking out with Flippers to get ten percent off uh, your next purchase. Uh, does all kinds of artwork, all kinds of designs. If you need anything from him, including patchwork done or any artwork that you need commissioned, uh, reach out to it's Flippers on Instagram. Uh, also make sure to use code frost 20 at checkout when, uh, purchasing your next body armor event. And that is at body armor event.com. I can't find your class. Okay. <laughs> I was like, are we just going to let the silence roll and end it? Uh, right now it has, uh, apparently 2,838 students. Yeah, that's about right. So divided by four. Uh, well, because you had nine through 12, right? Yeah. So you had divided by four. It's uh, the 44th largest public school in uh, Texas. Westfield? Yep. You know what it was originally, right? No. It was Spring South. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we still have fucking carts that say Spring South on them, and I was like, the fuck is this shit? It's because Spring High School is Spring North and Spring South. So the Spring Lions would fight twice. I I hate driving up here for work, dude. Forty five sucks. Oh, dude, I, I hate forty five. I hate driving over here for work. Cypress Wood sucks. Because I have to. We have a couple clients up in the Spring area that we have to service, and dude, forty five just sucks at all hours of the day. Just blows. I I like forty five when it's like three in the morning. <laughs> When nobody's I, on the road. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. it's it's after all the drunk people drive home. Yeah. But like before all the people are going to work. Um I ten over Memorial area. Um where it's actually the wide world's widest highway. <laughs> Seriously, I think <laughs> Dude, there's so many lanes. <laughs> yeah, they, they count the feeder, interestingly enough. Yeah. And I think it equates to like twenty six lanes, like going east and west. Right it's there at Memorial. Oh, yeah. yeah. They say it's the widest highway, but, you know, right there, it's so nice driving, like, at that time because, like, there's no one on the road. And, yeah. like, mm-hmm. all you the lights. You can just fucking yeah. swing through all the lanes. Yeah. It's, it's all nice. 26 lanes. But I take the Beltway everywhere now. And I'm over in Baytown, so it's, like, 99. Is I, I hate driving on the Beltway because people drive, like, crazy. I mean, yeah. Whenever I went to Louisiana and drove back, I was doing like 110 in the FJ. 
missing a window. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised the thing even got past 60. <laughs> Dude, it does it does 90. It does 90 very scary though. Yeah. When you start hitting 90, that bitch starts shaking really aggressive and you're like, "Oh." Where is it? Uh, oh wait. Oh yeah, you said you said that. Yeah. Dude, my Cherokee tops out at like 70 downhill with a tailwind. <laughs> and it's fucking like <laughs> fucking nah. like all over the road. Yeah, my, mine will go up to up to ninety. I got it on the on that down bank uh, when you're coming from uh, I ten. Uh, what? You are not talking to the microphone, sir. <laughs> never, never eat seaweed uh, from I ten east towards uh, Louisiana, and uh, I was like, "Holy shit, I'm going fast!" <laughs> and I blew past the car, and I was like. I hope that wasn't a cop. <laughs> I um, yeah, my work car is a Ford Explorer. So <laughs> like, oh, yes, it either goes one or two ways. Like if I'm in a fast lane and I come up on somebody, either they slow way the hell down, oh, or they yeah. get over. It's it, but like more than likely they slow down, which is just irritating, yeah. infuriating because it's like I'm trying so, to get somewhere. That's why I like, don't want to drive yeah. a decommissioned cop car because like it's nothing but just dealing with brake lights. Yeah. Brake lights after brake light. Yeah. If fucking Tristan tried to tell me the other day that you can't buy Ford Tauruses without being on contract. What the I fuck call- is he talking about? Exactly. Like Ford Taurus? Yeah. Like the ones that they use for the cop cars. You can't buy Ford Interceptors. Okay, you can't yeah. buy Interceptors. Yeah, you can't buy the police Interceptors because it's, it's built on a Ford Taurus, but it's like completely different. Yeah. Uh, now, Internally. you could probably buy it from a junkyard. Like a, like oh yeah, yeah. One, oh yeah, you new, can you can buy them like at government auction. But new, no, you can't get it because yeah, you can't like go to Ford and say like sell me an interceptor. Well, actually, you know, we I have a fleet explorer, which is one step up kind of from the interceptor, but you can tell that like some of the stuff like that's inside of mine is is was just carryover from yeah. the fleet or from the yeah. uh, interceptor. But I mean, dude, they're quick. Mm. Like this yeah. explorer that I have is, fast. yeah, they're they're meant to fucking pedal the fucking floorboard and you're yeah. gone. Like it's, mm-hmm. I mean, but it's rear wheel drive though. So I was leaving San Antonio, and uh, <laughs> I chirped over. I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, I, uh, I was doing one of those like U turns under an overpass kind of situation, and I was coming around the outside of the uh, of the U turn, and I was going a little too. Fast.